ZombieGaming.com. Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. The GameZilla Podcast. Is this the end of our civilization? Prepare for gaming domination. The mightiest monster of them all. Grimlock, the Dino Nine, and Jazzy Fiddle. GameZilla. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome, Welcome to, to the GameZilla, Gamezilla Podcast. Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the Motor City Gaming Studios, bitch-ass Jazzy Fiddle, <laughs> suck my dick, and producers Deadeye Knight and Cable2KX. What up, dude? You can't steal my shit. I just don't stop. <laughs> I just don't stop like you, okay? Uh, it's mine. My intro. Can't stop, won't stop. He Welcome. Was, he was an only child. He's bad at sharing. That's right. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck sharing. Welcome to episode 156 of the GameZilla Podcast. How you doing, Deadite? I'm swell. I'm just, uh, I'm dandy. I'm hunky-dory. I'm peachy. Moving on. Those words just, just lost me. <laughs> I'm real keen, boys. C- Cable2KX, how you feeling? I'm doing good. How are you? You know, I'm I'm not doing too bad. I'm here uh, excited for an episode full of love and friendship. No animosity at all. I think uh, we're we're set up for only positivity tonight. I think that's it, though. I don't have anybody else to talk up to because my co-host is dead to me. He's dead to a lot of us. Mm. You watch your mouth. So I'm just going to say... people don't talk, Jazzy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Whoa. How you doing, Jazzy? Uh, well, I was doing good until I had to sit in a room with this queef. Oh! <laughs> there we go. Whoa. That was a Worst very aggressive... teammate queef. ever. <laughs> that was the most aggressive queef I've ever heard. <laughs> Man, I got really queefed up. I'm proud right. of you for that one. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. Let me tell you a story, all right? This goes back to a little game called PUBG. Wait a second. Wait a second. We're about to do something that's never been done here on the GameZilla podcast. let's do it. We are taking Cable to the Snake Court. Now, here's the rules of the Snake (laughs) Snake Court. court. Here's the rules of the Snake Court. I, the Deadeye Knight, a.k.a. the Snake, am the impartial judge. I am the, the middle party. I was involved in none of these crimes. Jazzy Fiddle will play the role of prosecutor and Cable. It's up to you to defend yourself. So, let's hear the first bit of evidence from the prosecution. Cable, this is your trial on Snake Court. Snake Court. Okay, so, <laughs> we're playing this little game called Player Unknown's Battleground, and we are squatting it up. There's four people. There's myself. There's Cable 2 Chaos. There's Testonomics. There's Five Mile Rick. We all fall down into Lepovka because that is Cable's favorite place to go. And if we don't go there, he cries and whines like a little girl the whole game. Wow. So we go there just wow. to, you know, keep the tension light. So we go there. We gather our stuff. We go to leave. I tell Cable to hop in the car. He's too good for us. He's too good for the car. He does not want to get in the car. He says, oh, no, I'm going to leave you guys. I'm going to take the bike. So we drive off in the car. I'm a horrible driver. I accidentally bumped the car. All right? So I'm thinking, shit, I need to get out and get this guy's insurance information. I don't want to get, like, you know, a speeding trap ticket. Original. And, you know. That's responsible. Yeah. I just, I want, and then, and then I get shot. Defending the bike. All right. 
People were shooting at the bike, trying to, to clarify, take the tires out. clarify, because this is snake court. There's a discrepancy in your testimony, prosecutor. Did you bump a car, or did you bump a bike? Uh, it, was, car. it was the car on the bike. Okay. Because they had a sidecar. Now, so was technically like a I was right. bike or a motorbike? This is like a motorbike. Hmm. Yeah. Sidecar or no sidecar? No, no sidecar, man. These are all that's, important yeah. facts. That's, that's why I said I hit the car. Because I didn't hit the actual bike. I hit the car side of the mm. bike. Mm. All right? So, people are shooting at us. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, man. Cable 2KX wants this bike so he can go off on a solo mission to save the world. I need to protect it. And I get slaughtered protecting the bike, in which he doesn't even avenge our deaths. He just hops on the bike and then rides off into the sunset. You done? Yeah, I'm done. I mean, that's the biggest pile of shit I've ever seen. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. We will not have this type of language in the snake court. It's a little decorum in the snake court, please. Yeah, you queef. That's better. Wow. I mean, are you done? Are you done fabricating? There's no fabrication we, of the story. You, whoa, whoa! Strike that from the record. Strike that from the record. Stricken. No, you can't go around <laughs> claiming fabrication. Oh, now, it's fabrication. <laughs> Decorum, please. <laughs> if I could, if You're I had to be held in contempt of snake court. I'm the typewriter lady over here, and I'm about to hold you in contempt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, uh, prosecution. Do you rest? I I rest for the time being. Okay, defense, cable. What do you have to say for yourself? Um, not only do I have something to say, I have video evidence. <gasps> Gasps from video. everyone in Snake Court. Video New evidence, evidence being brought to light. Now, now, Cable, it's up to you to narrate this for everyone listening to the audio version of our podcast. Cable, what what are we seeing here on right. the screen behind us here, uh, Gamezilla Snake Court? I'm going to wind it back just a little bit so you can see. Okay. Hopefully I can get there. Okay, some evidence in front of us here. Okay, I see a dark As we're room. running, I'm running out the building. I'm done looting. So they're getting the car. So you're admitting to looting. I'm admitting to looting. Oh, okay. Both Ricky and I are running to the looter. car. I am checking the perimeter. He gets in the car. This, I'm going to pause it right here. If I can, I can't. I'm going to pause it. <laughs> I'm going to pause it. I'm going to go back a little bit. <laughs> Rewind us. Take, take us back here. Present more evidence. Okay. Twitch is not really... Easy to fucking rewind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Language in the yeah. snake court, please, Sorry. or I will hold you in this contempt. This is the worst well, anyway. evidence I've ever seen. Yeah, now we're not even full screen anymore. Now I'm I just can't re- full screen it because I'm trying to pause it at this oh, point. Oh. Certain Should point. I move out of the way. Look at look at him. He's looting. He's looting left and okay. right. And there's a lot of looting, which is. Uh, I wish they they scrolled this thing a little bit easier. All right, and well, it's just not. just but let anyway, it, just let it run and tell your story. Yeah. So I am. I want to get past this because my point's coming up. Well, you're thrilling audiences around the world okay, right, right now here. with your stalling. Yeah. Right now, I'm, 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 I'm starting it over. We're right here. Okay. I'm looking for the perimeter just to make sure there's no other guys in the building. Is in this the what you consider, I got your back? This is not a, I got your back. This mm. is me covering the perimeter. Man, that sure sounds like you got our backs. <laughs> I look. Jazzy and Rick gets into the car. And at this point right here, I'm running to the car to get in it. Jazzy says, well, see ya. I said, okay, that's fine. You just going to leave Catch race infringement. Looks Please, like we'll I'm have turning the car for easier access. Just no, saying. he's going to leave my ass right there. He's gone. It looks so like you're running away around. from the car. I see a bike down the road and said, I'm fine, because I thought he was going to hit me. Where's this bike? I don't see it. You're looking at a building. Hold on. The no, no, Cable, may I ask you a question? Has Jazzy Fiddle ever done anything to make you think he would act in violence against you? You um, have a track record of shooting your teammates. I've only shot one teammate. <laughs> <That> is- <laughs> he shot a teammate. 
I didn't. No, I didn't even. Well, no. In snake court, we bring past offenses into the court. It's not like I ran over a teammate. Never shot him. Time out. I was shot in the back by this person. Time out. I believe you blew one of your teammates up with a grenade as well. That was later. We were talking before this. (laughs) It still counts. Hey, we were in the school. I had no choice. I had to let the grenade go. I've been blown up. I've been ran over. And I've been left to die when someone had my back. And that someone was Cable 2KX. So just take that. I don't remember leaving you So when he finishes his story, you just take that into consideration that he might be lying. He's going to have my victory swig of monster right now. I thought Jason was going to run me over, so I moved to the side. There is a bike right here. I don't know if you can't see my mouse. Oh, you can't see my mouse. Magnify right it 7,000%. Let's go. You can see my see the bike. <laughs> I tell them, go ahead. I'm going to take the bike. Was, me. was there voice chat communication? Yes, there time? was. Okay. We're in Discord. Discord chat. Discord. As Anybody can be part see, of it. Jazzy makes a beeline for the bike. No, Not look. changing no direction. That look is at a the swerving. I am a bike. horrible driver. Runs into the bike. And at oh, this man. Point, Accident. At this point, Accident. Testonomics, his partner in crime, this asshole in crime. <laughs> I don't know. Testonomics. <laughs> I don't know who, this, don't know who Testonomics is. He's a bad. Oh, never he's met right him there. before. You can see his name. Never at met the him top, before. On the left hand corner. I've I can't never been, read. Keep keep going. I've never been in a vehicle with him ever, ever. <laughs> Says on stream, I'm going to shoot the tires out on the bike. <laughs> On stream, you can if listen I can play to the this. audio. You can. Hear. Did Jazzy say this or did Tess say this? Because Tess is not on trial here. He's accomplice to his actions. <laughs> he's an accomplice. I'll allow it. So they shoot <laughs> allegedly. The bike. So I'm allegedly. Like, okay, really? That's what y'all gonna do? And I hear gunfire. They are getting shot at because it's called fucking karma. Because we were defending the bike so that you could You're get to it. You're defending the bike by shooting it. Def- shooting at the people. You didn't shoot at them. You shot at the bike. <laughs> they, you cannot. I don't see this. Where's the video evidence of us shooting at the bike? New challenge. Who can get a higher voice tone? There go. you go. They, them getting shot. We weren't even shooting I at the bike. I see them getting them shot. So I'm like, well. Ethan's mad at you now. I want to make sure. Yeah, yeah my bad. <laughs> I said, fuck it. I'm leaving. Um, I'm not about to get shot and killed because it's not karma on Hold me. Hold on. I would like to show Ethan, the judge, how difficult it is to uh, c- control automobiles by cable yeah, running into a tree. a tree. It does make it very look like it's very difficult to drive. All the evidence- I was just getting out of the way. That was my thing was just to get out of the way so I don't get ran over and get killed like this the rest is of them because it's called dashboard. karma. It looks beautiful. Yeah, I got to get out of that. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's all heated right now, guys. He's all heated. Give all right. Him, give him a second. All right. Take me, give me a second to deliberate. Uh, Grimlock, as the uh, stenographer and court reporter, do you have any thoughts in this case? Before well, I, I right. have a personal uh, issue with Cable2KX, so I probably shouldn't even be in this court. But since I am, I'm going to remind everybody that he has murdered me multiple times in this game. And I'm very disappointed in him. But from the video evidence I have seen, it kind of looks like maybe he was getting picked on. I'm not saying he didn't deserve it, but Jazzy's guilty because I hate Jazzy. <laughs> no, listen. All right, let me ask you a question, Grimlock. Um, have I ever ran over you with the car? No. Um, every time that we decide to go to a different location in a car that I'm driving, I proceed to stop and pick you up, correct? Screeching stops, yes. Yeah, so what would lead you to believe that I would ever leave a teammate behind? The fact you saying, well, see ya, and then you taking off. I don't, I didn't hear, well, see ya in this video. 
It is, does sound like hearsay. It sounds a lot like yeah. hearsay. I if have I never turn said on the audio Sia. so you can all hear it. You will hear I them say. I have never Welp. heard Welp C in my life. Oh, if Jay wants to go to the video, I can pinpoint it on his computer at one oh one thirty, an hour and one thirty seconds, where he says, "Welp, see ya," and you can hear the gunshots. You can hear Tess saying, "I'm just going to shoot up the tires on the bike." Listen. Yeah. None of this happens if you just get in the goddamn car and quit being a goddamn solo player in squad. Prosecution. But you the one that said, well, see ya. You left me. <laughs> I was waiting for you. The car was parked there. You decided to get all big dicks Whoa. and run everybody, over to the everybody, bus. Everybody bring it in. Bring it in. Bring it in. There's, let's just get back to the one thing, okay? Cable said he had my back, and he didn't, wow. and I died. <laughs> There was great guns in that loot. This was several days before this event, and I, I still was, am mad about it. And he goes, I did have your back, and I you were 100 yards around. away from me. Because I saw no one there. I That's not around. having someone's back. We got to go as a team. We're a Jazz team. Guilty. I'm looking around. He has a teammate. I'm looking around to make sure they're not coming from any other angle. Oh, hold on. Let me use his defense. I didn't see the bike you, there. I you couldn't could, drive. You could have done that from my back. He could have came around from the front. Then you rested on we're dead. It was then, just me and you. Guess what? Then you know what? We would have died together as a team, as a family. Yeah. Instead, I did die. Oh, instead, no, I <laughs> how yeah. did we die? How did we die as a team in that in that video you showed us? Oh, y'all died because of karma. The glitch chimes in to let everybody know that Gamezilla has disbanded. Gamezilla has disbanded. We're getting there. This game is going to drive us apart. But I love this game. I want to play some more. I'm ready to rule. I'm ready to make a rule. All right, let's hear it. So. First off, I have to make known my concerns with Cable's clear inability to have people's back and be a team player. Also, murder people with vehicles. Cable tends to go rogue, and he has a track record of murder. Fact. I didn't murder anybody. Let me check it. Well, this is not. This is time for the ruling. I I will throw you in snake prison. (laughs) Let the record show he's a kill-stealing bitch as well. Fact. But he can talk. (laughs) <laughs> no, Jazzy. <laughs> Throwing Jazzy in jail would be doing him a favor. So that's why I'm not threatening him with anything like that. Fact. But at the same time, Jazzy is known for being the absolute worst. Fact. Fact. And with the evidence placed in front of me, Cable, you seemed a little hostile and uncooperative. But Jazzy is known to be casually racist. So I think that this is another case of an honest black man getting charged with a crime he did not commit. And for that, I call kangaroo court. I call call this all off. And uh, Cable, you walk as an innocent man, but I don't ever want to see you back in here with allegations of leaving your team out to dry. And uh, Jazzy, uh, you need you need to be a little more culturally sensitive. So this was Snake Pit cultural sensitivity. <laughs> we training. will see you next week in court, you queef. This has been Snake Court. All right, well listen up, okay? Um, because of this verdict, we have one thing that's going to happen. You need to t- uh, tune in to our next stream, Cable. When are we going to be playing uh, some more Player Unknown Battlegrounds? Maybe on Twitch. Wednesday. 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 And Jazzy needs to log in. We are going to stream Chris getting some revenge. Jazzy has to stand in the middle of the road and let Chris run him over. Don't miss it. Seems like a fair uh, punishment for his allegations. But the best part is he can do it whenever he wants. So if they're number two. 
number two team, and he wants to ride it out solo, he can kill Jazzy in cold blood and then take the win for himself. With a car. <laughs> can do it. <laughs> All right. Well, that was fun. <laughs> Did you guys work it out of your systems now? Are you friends again? Uh, no. no. <laughs> All right. He's a well, piece of shit. I've been playing Player Unknown Battlegrounds. It's uh, been frustrating as well, mainly because Cable likes to kill me, but also because I'm just not very good at the game. I've also been playing League of Legends, and I've been playing a ton of Mario Kart. Having fun with Mario Kart. Been working on three starring all of my uh, 150cc and Mir uh, cup or um, circuits. How's that going for you? Uh, you know, I have already expressed my feelings on the double item functionality of this game, but I'm going to express them one more time, and that is I fucking hate them. <sighs> I <laughs> I get hit with everything because it's like red shell, red shell, red shell, leader shell, lightning bolt, red shell, green shell, red shell, lightning bolt, leader shell. It's, it's, I don't, it's almost too, it's like a little bit too much. And if you're in the middle of the pack, if you're if you're trying to fight to get into first, let's say you're like third place, good luck. You're jerked. Good luck. You just get hit every other second with stuff. It's it's chaos. But I'm enjoying the game nonetheless. I'm having fun with it. And the uh, lunch races at work have been fun. So, you know, not, can't complain too much. And then lastly, uh, thanks to Deadite, he found me a, a nice little gem, a Neo Geo pocket that's like mint condition. And I was able to pick up some Metal Slug Second Mission and Sonic, which I didn't even know came out on the Neo Geo. Uh, so I've been playing that over the, over the last couple of days because... I have a Neo Geo, but it's missing all the battery doors, and I don't, honestly don't even know if it works because I didn't own a single video game for it. I just got a really good deal on the system, so my opportunity to go pick up some games along with the system, and uh, that's been a lot of fun. So I, uh, that's what I've been playing. I'm not even going to get into those two. I'm just going to come to you, Deadite, because the other two, they need to cool down. So what's going on with you? What have you been up to? Man, a lot of Mario Kart. Uh, you know, we bought the the Switch the day it came out, and I just occupied it playing Zelda. Uh, but my wife has been thrilled that, you know, we can play Mario Kart. So we've been having some fun with that. And she is obsessed with uh, Chariot, the Chariot car. It's a, it's a car with, like, horses on the front. And she plays Toad, and she speaks to Toad as she's playing, which has been super funny to me, because I do the same thing. I'm like, Waluigi's coming at you. Waluigi's coming at you. Well, now she's doing it, but she's strictly Chariot Toad. She's like, Chariot Toad running your ass down. Chariot Toad passing you. And then I'm not even playing with her, and I hear her mumbling next to me like, yeah, CT gonna get you. I was like, CT, is that Chariot Toad? And she's like, no. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, Having a really good time with that. Squatted up with some of the boys to play some Destiny over the week, which was nice because I hadn't done that in a while. Uh, and actually uh, played some Rocket League this week. So I didn't you know, really play any new games this week, but I actually dug back into some stuff that uh, wasn't Switch-related, and it just kind of felt good to fire up the PS4. Cool. Did either one of you want us to talk about anything? Or are you? Uh... Yeah, I did. There was something that happened that was important to my heart. Aside from getting abandoned by my so-called uh, friend, uh, focus. We okay, can't, there's focus, no double. Focus. There's double jeopardy here. You can't be tried for the same crime twice. Okay. So other than PUBG, I was playing League of Legends because it's just the greatest game ever, and uh, something really special happened. Really, really special, and close to my heart, my friend, my partner in the bot lane, 
Grimlock the Dino, for the first time ever, got his very first Pentakill. I did it! Yeah! He I... killed all five players on the other team without, you know, anybody else kill stealing. So uh, he got the Pentakill, killed all five. We ended up, uh, we were playing ARAM, so it was the solo lane. We ended up taking that Pentakill and charging their base and winning the game. Pentakill! So. Man, I was Can I so get it proud one more time? of you. I don't get. I don't. I only hear it when other people get it. Pentakill. Oh, that was my pentakill. I Man, can feel it. I was so proud of you. I recorded it. I watched footage. Oh yeah, we have it recorded, so we'll be uh, we'll be posting that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I. Um, so congratulations, buddy. Welcome it, to the pentakill team. When it happened, I didn't even know what I. I didn't even know what was going on. I was like. I was like, high score, is that bad? Did I break it? <laughs> like, I, I, I was real confused. I was like, wait, I just got a pentakill? Like, there's got to be something wrong. Someone else had it. That was somebody else's. But yeah, I... Uh, Who are you playing? I don't even remember. It's all blur. Was it Siver? Or was it... Who was it? Oh, my God. Just, I don't even remember. Move on. Just no, move on. tell me who it was. Just move on. I don't know. You know, I don't blame you because if I played League of Legends, I'd wash that out of my brain as soon as I was done, too. You got to remember, we've gone on a 10-game losing streak since that yeah. kill, so I probably forgot. Who, who well, was it? Maybe I? if you start Pentakill. I'm pretty sure it was Sivir. I thought it was Sivir. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was Sivir, too, because my the, the last two kills was my was my W, which chains from one from one enemy to the next, or mm-hmm. whatever, one champion to the next. And so I chunked down the first one, but then that little blade just... Flew off, and I saw it going. I was like, "Get there, get there, get there!" And then it hit, and I, it was just enough damage. I was like, "Thank God!" So yeah, I'm proud of you. You're a big boy now. A character that I don't normally play either, so that was pretty cool. That's <sighs> all I got. I'm just super, super proud of you, and disappointed. Yep. You're very, some other people. you're very proud, proud league dad over there. Yeah, he should be a proud league dad. He's, yeah. he's the reason I'm playing it again, and. Clearly making strides in the right direction. Yeah. And we've got, Unlike we've got other games. We've got Cable playing League. We've got Test playing League. We've got Five Mile Rick playing League. And I'm just excited to have everybody kind of hopping on the, the League train. Yeah, riding in with a whole MCG squad, especially three of them that are like level twos, level fours, or level like sixes. Um, and we match up against people that match them. It's been nice. Yeah, it's special nice. shout out to Idris, who is uh, one of our friends on League that works with me. She actually set up the. Mo- <laughs> I log out one day and she's like, "Hey, I made a Motor City Gaming crew," and I'm like, "What?" And she's like, "Yeah, a group. Now we just need people to uh, join it." And I was like, "Well, we could do that." So we finally got enough people on to join the team, and we got our little MCG tag yep. under our names now. So we played our first round as a full team of MCG, and we won. And it was super exciting. We won our first three. It's pretty cool. Then we lost, but yeah, no, it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun. So cool. Well, that's what we've been playing. You can always let us know what you're playing over on Facebook. Join the Gamezilla Podcast group. It's a closed group, and you anybody's welcome. We just keep it closed to control the spam. But please join that every day. We're talking video games, talking about uh, sales and deals and all sorts of other things that you want to keep an eye on. And that is the GameZilla group on Facebook. You can always check out everything going on at Motor City Gaming on the normal Facebook page, Motor City Gaming. So, But uh, other than that, we want to remind all of the new peeps that we have a YouTube channel. That's where all the highlights from these shows, the snake pits. <laughs> 
other great shows come around the corner here. Cable's working on something. Jazzy's working on something. So you want to head on over to YouTube and search Motor City Gaming. Click that subscribe and notification button and help us grow our, grow our new YouTube channel. What? What? You can influence the show and get early access to GameZilla Alpha Podcast by supporting us on Patreon.com slash GameZilla Podcast. Like Adam Fairley. Do you think Sony should stick with the numbering <laughs> convention? PS1, PS2, PS3, PS4. As is clear to see the order, or do you think they would be better off picking unique names like Scorpio or Switch? Follow-up, who can do the best Optimus Prime voice? Thanks, Adam Bomb Diggity Tastic. Uh, I don't think we've ever tried this. Can I go get my Can I go get my Optimus Prime helmet? That's no, cheating. you cannot. That's no, cheating. Yeah, uh, cheater. What's wrong with cheating? He didn't say I can't cheat. He just uh, said who didn't. has the better voice. I have the equipment to have the best voice. We don't have <laughs> time for you to go dig through and get your Optimus. I know voice exactly where it's at. You son of a bitch. I sleep. I don't blame you. I, lo- I used to wear that thing all the time when we were just gaming and hanging out. Four hours later. Okay, so we're going to start with answering the question. We're going to start with the Optimus Prime voice. The question, because he asked it first. Yeah, let's just go with the question. Um, what do I think for Sony as far as numbering convention? I, you know, I mean, they've, they've been with their, their own numbering convention with the, P- the PS1, 2, 3, and 4. It would make sense for them to stick with PS5 and 6, but I mean, if, I guess if you wanted to take it in a different direction, I mean, I don't really care. I like Scorpio, even though that's not its a final name. We don't; it's not official that's going to be called the Scorpio. Um, you know, and then when the the NX turned into the Switch, so I don't know if they were going to do another one and it was going to be PS5 or something like that. That's what I would expect. I didn't expect them to take an awesome code name and call it PlayStation VR. True. Or PlayStation Pro. True, but that's what they do. Do you see what I'm saying? They right. have cool code names and they just go to the generic, you know, yeah. five, six, seven, eight. Sweet Project Morpheus. And then, but oh, when I tell you, Pro. if you have a PS3 and the PS4 comes out, it just makes it, marketing-wise, it makes sense that you know that's the one after the one you have. You yeah. know, like L- look at the Wii U. I mean, yeah. convoluted naming of your products can cost you a ton of money. So for a parent, again, a lot of marketing really goes towards a- adults that really don't know what they're doing. You know your child has a PlayStation 3, you find out there's a PlayStation 4, the math is pretty simple to understand this is new or better. Yeah, so I think uh, I think from a marketing standpoint, once you've already established, I think uh, PS5 is, PS, you know, keeping with the naming numbering convention is the smart thing to do. PS Cinco. No. Oh. Still five, though. Oh, happy Ocho de Mayo, guys. Oh, thank you. <clears throat> All right. Well, thanks. <laughs> follow up. Follow up question. We got. We got to get back to the, the next part here. Unless anybody else has any input on the uh, the numbering. I like Switch. It makes sense because of the functionality of the system. I like Scorpio just because it sounds cool. But we're probably gonna get Xbox like. I don't even know. It's gonna be called like Xbox Flipside. Yeah. It's Xbox uh, Paperweight. Yeah. Maybe. Ooh. Yeah. Shots fired. Toasty. It'll be like Xbox SE. <laughs> It'll be Xbox something like Pro. yeah. 
Anyways, we already on had the follow Xbox up. Elite. I do a horrible Optimus Prime voice. I can't. I do can't it again. do it. Do no, it again. I can't do it. Do it. I can't. I just can't do it. And you Optimus can't be Prime. on the show anymore. I can't. <clears throat> Hold on. You got to get like a real raspy voice. <clears throat> I don't even know where to begin. So I'm gonna I, have, I have no idea how to do this one. <laughs> I, can't, I can't. It's going to be so just bad. Just try. Okay. Stop thinking about it and just go. Go. Right now. One, two, three. I am. <laughs> <laughs> it was fine until you stopped. That was, that was Optimus Prime with emphysema, apparently. Oh. <laughs> you know, that was Vaptimus Douche. <laughs> yep, nope, can't do it. You're up. You didn't even try. I did try. You see, You're I'm like, oh, I'm so funny. I'm laughing at myself. Do it. <laughs> we have to get a full line. Go. We're not letting you off the hook this time. I am Optimus Prime. <laughs> okay. Do Autobots, it. roll out. All right, so we're going to do I am Optimus Prime, Autobots, roll out. That's our line. We all have to use the same line. Who's next? I'll go. I'll do it. <clears throat> I, I lost right here. No, not necessarily. You have a better microphone, <laughs> and you are more in tune with Transformers. I have, a, I have a second round I would like to do that I think I can win. I am Optimus Prime. <laughs> not good. It's not good. Auto, Autobots, roll out. That seems terrible. <laughs> so proper. Yeah, so I am, I am Optimus Prime. Yeah, it's, I can't do it. All right, here we go. Let's see what I got. <laughs> now I see why Jazzy kept laughing. Yeah, it's so hard I'm to do. To... <laughs> I, am op- <laughs> I am Optimus Prime. Autobots, roll out. Your deliver, your the voice wasn't even close, but your delivery was way better than mine. That's because I closed my eyes. <laughs> yeah, Gable, what you got? I can't do that. Yes, yeah, we just did it. You're not even <laughs> yeah. on camera. You got to do it. I am Optimus Prime. Autobots, roll out. <laughs> That was, that was okay. A, that was okay. Now we gotta go. We gotta go back and forth. Jazzy, and then and then Grim again. That, the, you guys are the finalists. What are we saying? Just do it again. <laughs> uh, the, the same. Yeah, same yeah. Line. Just do it again. I uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. That was Optimus Prime going through puberty. I am Optimus Prime. I am Optimus Prime. Autobots rule out. I and Optimus Prime Autobots roll out. We're gonna give it to Grim. We're gonna. Yeah, we're gonna... yeah he's he's got me. There we go. There's it's your terrible. Winner. There's your winner. Now, who does the best star screen? Hold on, time out though. We just <laughs> we just want star we just want to point this out that the uh, post show competition possibly is uh, being recommended by a patron member, Sashin sixty five, about maybe doing some Optimus Prime. Uh, Sashin, you're running this post show competition. <laughs> yeah, you're the judge. Yeah. Um. So star scream though. Yeah. Huh? yeah who does star scream? Uh, we already feel, know. We already know. Like it's, it's, we screen. already know it's you. So you start us out. Megatron. <laughs> Megatron! Ooh, yours was really good. Yours might have actually been better. Come on. Megatron! Oh, that was pretty solid. Oh, shit! Damn! Cable, you got anything? I got nothing. Y'all, you gotta try it. Megatron! Oh, that was also really good. Damn! But, but I'm uh, I'm giving that one to Jazzy. Jazzy ja- I thought I had up. it. I thought I had it in the bag. Uh, okay, we'll save me doing Krang for another time because I know I got that Real one. quick, just give it to us. Do the DBC commercial as crank. Go. <clears throat> oh God. Uh, okay, this is. This I is might. Our, I might uh, pop a brain cell, but real, okay. Real quick, thank you to our sponsors. Before this happens, we appreciate you.
Mrs. Crane, I'm a, I'm a brain inside a megasoul from Dimension X. Now, I can't grow any beards because I'm just a brain, but I am smart enough to know you need to buy your beard care products at decreatebeardcollective.com. It's what Bebop does, and he's a moron, but it's the only smart thing he's ever done. So, Shredder... Log on to the computer. He got into this weird Bill Cosby thing. It was like Crane. I'm on the computer. I'm Crane as Bill Cosby and the Rudy. And the- yeah, it's okay. That went off the rest. Go to DetroitBeardCollective.com and use the checkout code MCGAMING to save 20% on orders $25 or more. Uh, I put my beard elixir in this morning because uh, unlike these two gentlemen, I currently still have a luscious and handsome beard. Go and show them your face on the stream. Yeah, he's shaved up. He's shaved up. He's looking good, but not as good as me because I have a beard, and I use products from DetroitBeardCollective.com, and you can too. My name is the Dimension X. <laughs> Shredder! That's not nearly as good as the Stone Cold one I did a year ago. No, that was that was yeah. the highlight of yeah. your career. All right. Well, thank you to our sponsors. We'll give you a real uh, a real promo next week. I I promise. I wouldn't oh, promise he that. Wa- he wanted to do it in the Krang voice and then just... <laughs> I promise. Me? Yeah. No, I burped. The, I'm drinking beer. I, problem, I felt like you were going The problem there. is, is talking like that puts a great deal of pressure on like my forehead, and there's a lot of strain in, like, from the oh, neck yeah. up to... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you to our sponsors once again. Dad, I, can I get some uh, some news intro? I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching MotorCityGaming.com. Downloading headlines. Now let's have it. What about this monster story of yours? Download complete. Ah. Okay. This might be the best news segment we've ever had. Let me just limber up. Stretch up. Woo! I did some yoga before the show, so I'm good. Woo! All right, here we go. I think I threw on my shoulder stretch. Rumors have surfaced that not one... But two new Metroid games might be coming out for the Nintendo Switch! That's right. All right. So, these are all rumors. Let's not get all excited, but I'm super pumped, okay? And I'm just going to let everybody know that isn't watching this live. Cable is not my friend anymore. Cable (laughs) is the worst human being in the world, and he put Federation forces... On the screen. That's a legit Metroid title. That's what I was going for. <sighs> the latest Metroid game. I hate yeah. you guys. I hate you all. Anyways, in the, in real news, two new Metroid games being developed by Retro Studios and Climax Studios are rumored. So, this all happened because of a uh, Twitter account, Super Metal Dave sixty four, who is uh, big in the retro community and, and was on a, a local podcast, was talking about, this isn't direct information that he got from retro, but he has some sort of inside knowledge stating that it looks like a Metroid Prime game, potentially Metroid Prime 4, is what retro studios would be working on. They, um, and potentially we should be seeing one of these, one of these two, at E3 which if it happens, I'm going to lose my mind. So the second part, though, that is more interesting, obviously Retro Studios, we automatically go right to Metroid Prime. That's that's what they're known for, and that's what we'd expect. No, don't don't just hoa out Donkey Kong Country Returns. Well, I know. They're, I know. They're, they're they're, I'm not saying that they didn't do anything else, but as far no. as Metroid-based, you know what they've done. 
So what if I don't? Second is mentioned is the Climax Studios is developing a new Metroid game and it's probably not going to be 2D Metroid. He says that both projects could be shown off at E3 this year, but Climax Studios' project is much more likely to be revealed. Uh, Climax Studios has a history of 2D and 3D games. They've released Silent Hill, Shattered Memories, uh, 2.5, Assass- uh, The Assassin's Creed Chronicles, and other you know other types of games that are uh, like the Rift Star Raiders that fits very much into that Metroid franchise uh, as far as a Castlevania or Metroidvania style game. But the exciting news. So this is just some guy rumoring that he's got some sort of information. Why this matters is because Alexander Brandon, a composer, audio director, voice actor, has recently posted about his projects on his Facebook page. And one interesting tidbit was the uh, that he's working with the fan favorite Nintendo game developer Retro Studios. His, his comment on Facebook was simply this. I'm currently working with Retro Studios here in Austin. As much as I'd like to say more, except the work is incredibly exciting and the team is awesome, I can't. So, again, no proof that he's working on Metroid, but Alexander is a huge Metroid fan. And for him to be teaming up with Retro Studios, yes, it very well could be a Donkey Kong game for all we know, right? But all signs are starting to point towards Metroid. And with E3 coming around here in June, we're hoping that we're going to find out more about both of these. <sighs> I'm getting really excited. Deadite. Happy Metroid Monday, everybody. Real Metroid news. Happy Metroid Monday. A real Metroid Monday. Deadite, you were the first one to break this news uh, w- with me in the morning. What were your first thoughts when you read the, the, the headline? Well, my first thoughts were... Um, Fuck, I was wrong. Yeah, you know... One Snake Pit episode, I'm already wrong. There, I already need to amend my episode when I said it's a dead franchise. Uh, but, you know, they're just working on Federation Force 2, so you might as well just leave it dead. <laughs> Retro Studios did not make Federation Force 2. That doesn't two. mean they're not making Federation Force 2 because they want it to be a smash hit. I guess, to be fair, if they made Federation Force 2, that'd be a step in the right direction, that trash heap. Uh, but in all sincerity... Um, I think I called the potential for two new Metroid games life-changing <laughs> for for you and I, both huge Metroid fans. Yeah, I mean, the last time we got we were talking about this uh, lunch, the last time we got something like this would have been the GameCube, Game Boy Advance era when we were picking up Prime and Fusion, you know? Um, and then to get two games on the same system, I mean... It hasn't happened since, again, the Game Boy Advance picked up Fusion and Zero Mission, and then GameCube had uh, two Prime, uh, Metroid Prime and then Metroid Prime 2. But we had corruption in Other M. We forgot about Other M. Again, not a single system has had (laughs) two real games because Other M doesn't count. But, um... Yeah, so I'm, I am, I'm very excited. I really hope that we get some details here in June. It makes sense. I mean, there, there's already been... There were some rumors that some people thought we might hear something about this uh, back in January when we were getting the announcement of the Switch, but uh, we didn't get anything. So here we are, moving into June. New rumors are popping up. New new uh, people are being hired on into Retro. Retro's making something, you know, and... It's being very quiet about it, so I'm I'm really hoping they come out with with the word Metroid, and then I'll be Man, I'll be on how board. How bummed would you be if it wasn't Metroid at all? I if mean, it was Recore Two. <clears throat> I mean, to be fair, 
I've gone through multiple years of this recently, where every year I'm expecting to see hear the word Metroid. So I probably would just be like, <clears throat> okay, yep. Yeah, I'm, but like, uh, how much more would it go hurt? back in my hole over here? How much more would it hurt since this time there's like two possibilities, and then what if neither of them are Metroid based? Would it hurt more because they're, you're like, oh, there's there's two out there. There's no way one of them's not a Metroid game. Neither one of them been confirmed. So I'm at this point. I'm so jaded. I'm so I'm so just in. I don't believe that until I actually hear the word, I won't I won't be too upset. I mean, I'd be bummed. I'm bummed every year when Nintendo takes a stage and doesn't say anything about one of their best IPs that they just ignore, except they'll throw her in Bayonetta and they'll throw her in Smash Brothers and they'll throw her in Mario Kart, but for some reason they won't focus, you know, the actual IP. So I'll be bummed, but again, I'm already setting myself up in a very, the glass is half empty, um, and I'm just really hoping, I'm hoping that they don't let me down. Hey, we got cheers. What? We just got cheers. Oh. oh, okay, cool. I'm not watching the Twitch, so I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm reading news. All right. He's doing his damn job, Jazzy. Yeah. I'm just letting him know that people are cheering for his news. That's, I mean, hey, who wouldn't be? It's Metroid, right? right? Okay, so with that, I wanted to talk about something a list that I built. I built my top 11 games of Metroid, which pretty much takes every Metroid game, main series Metroid game, and I'm including Federation Forces in that. Main. <laughs> uh. Yeah. And anyways, I built my top 11 Metroid games. Uh, I got this idea from Screen Critics. They they put a, they put together their 12, and their 12 included AM2R, which is a fan creation of Metroid 2. I'm not including that in my list because it's not an actual... I, I, I don't want to give Nintendo credit for it as far as the series. It's its own thing, and it is very cool that... And Nintendo also came in and stomped their foot on it, you know, so it's hard to find anymore, but... Are you going to take us bottom to top on your list? Bottom to top, yep. So we're going to start off at number 11, and I bet you couldn't guess it, but it's Metroid Prime Federation Forces. It comes in very last. This list is trash. This list is garbage. We all know that's the GOAT. (laughs) No, it's not (laughs) the GOAT. The greatest, the GOAT, it's the greatest Metroid of all time. I put this game in last for simple reasons. The the game is not a Metroid game. The controls are horrid. If you're not playing cooperatively, this game is absolutely trash. The only saving grace it has is if you have a friend or a couple friends to play multiplayer, some of the puzzling is cool, but overall it is a huge letdown. And it no looks one, like garbage. No one asked for this game. That's the other thing. You you release something with a Metroid name on it when people were just just clawing at your door for a new for a new Metroid game, and you know you give them you give them a, a half ass Rocket League with a with a campaign. Uh, yeah, next Prime Ball. Don't yeah. mess with Prime Ball. Yeah. Right? Next up would be on my number 10 spot. I gave it to Metroid Prime Hunters, which was for the Nintendo DS. Another game that was kind of odd and just out of place. It was the 3D Prime game on the handheld where you had to use the stylus to look around. So the controls were really awkward. The game is completely useless nowadays because of the lack of Wi-Fi features, the way that the old DSs synced up to each other isn't even built into the new DSs. So the game, unless you're going to play the half-assed single-player mode, 
is completely garbage unless you have old DSs to sync up amongst each other. But it was super ambitious at the time. At the time, it was the game was was handheld multiplayer. Had never seen anything like it. Yeah. So yeah, um, so that gets my number ten spot. Number nine is Metroid Other M, which was uh, developed by Team Ninja and was that third person linear style Metroid instead of an exploration style. It was. Very interesting direction they were trying to take with a lot of concepts that just weren't fully thought out or weren't fully developed, so they just didn't really work that well. Like, example, you're a third person in this whole game, except for when you want to shoot missiles, you go into a first-person mode and have to use motion controls, but otherwise you hold the, the Wii controller sideways the rest of the time. So it, it just was kind of awkward, but the the thing that really put this down on the list is the story, right? You made this game that's linear and story-driven, and you focused it around Samus Aran like you should have, but you turned her into a whiny, weak bitch that was just a crybaby. They just showed, showed who she really is. No, no, not <laughs> yeah. at all, not at all. And here's the worst part. In most Metro games, as you know, you lose. You generally have to find pieces for your suit to make yourself more powerful. In this game, you do as well. The reason why, though, is because your admiral makes feels that you have to earn those pieces. It's not because they got stripped from you and they're scattered throughout the world like most time. It's just because he has them and he wants to make you work for them and earn them. Sam is taking orders from anyone is the most bizarre narrative ever. Yeah. It's just it, it's it'd be like Batman taking cues from someone else. It's like, no, he's going to do what he wants, and he's going to whip ass, and that's exactly how Samus should be written. Yep. So uh, my number eight spot is Metroid 2 for the Game Boy. Uh, it, it's a, it's an okay game, but it, you know it's it's difficult to play on the Game Boy. It's, it brought over a lot of the same problems as the original Metroid. They, they, they did add a save feature to it, which was something that the original Metroid didn't have, but overall, it's just it's a tough game to play nowadays and, and actually get through it. Well, you, you would um, no agree, map functionality. You would agree it was a very ambitious game for the time, though. It's amb- yeah. For, again, for the handheld, similar to the to the hunters on the DS, it was ambitious for the Game Boy. It was the most ambitious game for the Game Boy, just like Metroid Original was the most ambitious game for the NES at the time, and really pushed gaming forward. But that doesn't give you the uh, high marks as far as the list right now, because a big piece of this is playability. You know, and right, and in a lot of these games, you're picking them back up right now, trying to play them, and they just they haven't aged well. So, uh, my next, my seventh spot is Metroid Prime Three Corruption, which was your Wii release, and this game. Some people like it, love it, and some people hate it. And the reason is, is because they took Samus to a completely different planet. They introduced a new suit with the. Um, sanity meter so you would use this like proton suit and be able to do have all this power but you would slowly go insane and if you were if you used it too long it was game you basically would in the game um is that what this is yeah phase on phase on sorry phase on suit we're watching the stream we have a figure in front of me yeah so um that that part of it and then of course the Wii controls um being limiting this game um quite a bit which to me felt like us you know it was it was cool at first but it kind of felt like a step back because if you play the other metroid prime games they're literally the perfect execution of the gamecube controller it feel like the an extension of your brain it it's so good so using the clunky wii pointer did feel like a step backwards yeah absolutely so uh number six is the original metroid 
So it's still in the middle of the pack, but it aged poorly. The, the the same problems with this game: no map, no saving points, a lot, you know. And then just it just it doesn't play the way some of the better some of the older, better Metroid versions did. So, but it still gets uh you know put in the middle of the pack because it did push gaming, it did push this genre, and and really and really was ambitious for its time. So. Uh, number five, Metroid Prime 2 Echoes. This game, uh, for most people, they would put it a lot lower, um, mainly because the game initially when it came out didn't get great reviews because of the story, because of the split universe. But if you actually play this game and you give it the time to unfold, it's quite clever and really is a nice, a nice story pe- uh, piece for the, the Prime series. So did you ever finish two? I've never played any of Metroid Prime Two. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you did. So nope. my bad. So uh, Metroid Prime Two echoes number five. Number four is Metroid Zero Mission uh, for the Game Boy Advance. This game is a remake of the original Metroid with some additional content. So this is right now, I would say the way to, if you want to experience the first game and you haven't ever played it. Zero Mission is the way to do it. You're going to get everything that the original gave you with, with you know, redone graphics, and you're going to get this nice extra content that plays well with the story and explains more to you. So, Zero Mission, number four. Number three, Metroid Fusion, the Game Boy Advance. This is my favorite uh, handheld edition of Metroid. Metroid Fusion is... An interesting hybrid because it is that exploration game, but it also um, kind of pushed you with the story. So exploration was semi-limited because of the way the story would force you to go. But overall, it was more of that Metroidvania-style open-world search and 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 expand your suit, expand the map, and 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 defeat the bosses to to get to the final, but the the end. But Fusion was unique be- just because of the, the 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 infection, the suit, everything that was going on with you being infected by by um, Parasite X, and that the Metroid actually was what saved you, and it's actually what's keeping you alive. So you've kind of created this bond with the Metroid, which is the one thing you've tried to eradicate beforehand. So it's just it's an interesting story, and there's a clone of you chasing you around in this game because that's the basically the parasite x has manifested into you so fun game number two metroid prime for the game boy i'm sorry for the gamecube metroid prime i mean if you haven't played metroid prime you're missing out it 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 really set first person aspect of adventure gaming you know like we had shooters and stuff like that but this was like Here's a single-player first-person game that puts you behind the visor, where you'd have you know cold air hit the hit the visor and and start to frost up on you, and you'd see all your you know your um, readouts and everything right in front of you like you're wearing the helmet. The game is amazing. The third-person uh, morph ball controls are great. Everything about it is just so special. And it's why I'm really hoping that Retro can bring back some of that magic. At, at the time I played it, I thought it was the best-looking game I'd ever played. And like I said, I think it was the best-controlling game I'd ever played. Um, it just it did everything so well. And if there's 
a list of a couple games from the GameCube that's worth going back to play, it's at the top of the list. Absolutely, yeah. And then, of course, my winner is always, uh, and many other lists we'll give it to as well, number one, Super Metroid for the Super Nintendo. Gets the number one spot. It is still the most complete Metroid game. It is the pinnacle of Metroid. They st- you still speed run it. You still see it to this day. It is, it is the the Metroidvania style game as far as pinnacle. It's my number one. I don't care if you put Castlevania and uh, Axiom Verge, whatever, whatever game you want to throw in there. Super Metroid is so perfect. The story's great. The the exploration is great. The boss the boss battles are fantastic. It's aged well. The soundtrack's phenomenal. I mean, you can look in almost any direction of this game and and give it a plus. So there there's my list from eleven to one. Uh, you can again head on over to our Facebook page, Motor City Gaming, where you'll be able to find the uh, the twelve ranking from Screen Critics. In case you want to compare mine versus theirs, I'll probably do a small blog right up on MotorCityGaming.com to uh, put my list in there with some screenshots and a little bit of this explanation I've just given you. In case you want to take a look, watch some videos or whatever it is that I put in there. Cool. I got to talk about Metroid, and it wasn't complete bullshit, did I? I feel good today. I'm, I'm proud of you finding a way to appropriately talk about it on the show instead of just shoehorning it in places it doesn't belong. Happy Metroid Monday! Ooh, ooh. It's become corrupt. <laughs> okay. That's well. Metroid. All right, let's move on to some <laughs> other news, though. Our next topic, Pray (laughs) for the Gods, gets a new name following a dispute with Bethesda. So I wanted to bring this up because this is pretty shitty. And, I mean, I get how the law works, but let's just just break it down. The upcoming Shadow of the Colossus-inspired survival game, Pray of the Gods. Now, I'm just going to point this out. Pray is P-R-E-Y for the Gods. Has changed its name to Pray for the Gods. P R E, I'm sorry. P R A E Y. Ah, they like added an A. Okay. I thought it was just A Y. No, P P R A E Y. They added an A. They didn't replace the E with an A. Correct. Man, I read this article wrong. Yeah. So reading's hard, Jazzy. We're not going to hold that against yeah. you. Thank you. They did this after a trademark dispute with Bethesda, uh, according to the developer. Now, I, I did, I, I did find it honorable of this smaller developer because they they decided not to fight this. They felt they could fight it and actually still, you know, keep their game the way it was, but they thought because it was a Kickstarter funded game, they said using backers money towards something that doesn't go towards the development or backer rewards felt horrible to us. No matter no matter studios explains in the post even if we did win, we'd have to spend a solid chunk of our funds and in our opinion it wasn't worth it. So they changed their name. Then Bethesda came out to say um, we really didn't have much of a choice. If we don't oppose the mark, we risk losing our prey trademark and that isn't acceptable. Unfortunately, that's how trademark law works. So we're getting into this like argument of of just using a word and locking down this word for a game that's I mean again you have the you're a giant blockbuster making prey and you have this little guy over here running a kickstarter to make a game that's inspired off Shadow of the Colossus which 
I'm, which sounds phenomenal, looks cool, and I didn't even know about it until this mess happened. So, if anything, this negative publicity and mess that they've gotten themselves into worked out for them because now it's a game that I'm like, huh, I kind of wanna, I kind of wanna play this. But Bethesda, like, this is kind of big in feeling. Like, really, like, is there any other games out there that like use that word, spelt that way? The same thing happened with uh, No Man's Sky. I remember No Man's Sky got pushed back because they couldn't use the word sky in Europe. Yeah. It's getting ridiculous. Like, it's one thing when you've designed, like, a character or you have a, uh, a script or you've, or you've made a product and, you don't, and you're trying to protect someone from ripping you off. But when I use the word bird and, you, and, <laughs> and you're upset because you use the word bird, get over it. Because you're Bethesda, for God's sakes. People are going to buy your game. I had to ask people for money to make my game. Get the fuck off my back. Like, you attacked, if you want my honest opinion, Bethesda attacked them because they knew this small company can't come back at them. We'll get our way. We're the big boys. We'll get our way. That's basically how I feel about this. Bethesda always, like, people love Bethesda. People love their games. But Bethesda always comes off to me in a kind of like a dirty, just something's wrong with them. Something bugs me about Bethesda. And this is one of those things where I'm just like, really, you couldn't just let this go? It's not like, it's not like their game is called Prey and your game is called Prey. Then I'd be like, all right, Okay, you know what? That's a little. That's a little messed up. Theirs was "Pray of the Gods." It's. It's. It was actually like an actual like title. Yours is just "Pray." So, I don't know. I mean, I guess if I was part of Bethesda and I was on their legal team, I might you know think otherwise. But right now, I just kind of think like these are just. This is just like the big bully, just poking because he can. I don't. I don't agree. You know, I don't think it's really right. But I totally understand where they're coming from. They're like, listen, we're trying to roll out this this game. This could create not you know marketing confusion. We're gonna try and stop it. I you know I don't think it was the right move, but I can totally understand why they thought it was something that they had to go after. Yeah. Again, I don't, I don't agree with it, but I I totally see why legal people would be like. We can't have this confusion. We got to try and get rid of these guys. What do Arcane thinks about all this? Is, Who did is Arcane like Arcane's the developer, developer of Prey? Prey. Oh. Bethesda's the producer. Yeah, yeah. Similar to how they uh, published or whatever Doom by ID by ID. Yeah, okay. yeah. So Arcane's the developer. I, I don't know. The, the they actually di- didn't chime in as far as the articles I read. I didn't see them actually yeah. state anything other than other Bethesda. than Bethesda. Hey, we've got. Prey coming out. Right, exactly. Yeah, they're like, but don't forget, Prey's coming out. All right, so my next story is really cool. This is one reason why this company is special to me, and that is StarCraft's source code was discovered by a fan and was rewarded for returning it to Blizzard. So if you haven't heard about the story, it happened um, about a, about a week ago almost, so it's it's gotten out there, but it was still cool enough I wanted to bring it up in the show. Basically, this... Um, this eBay shopper bought a lot of Blizzard, uh, a Blizzard lot, Blizzard stuff. Yeah, Blizzard stuff. You know, just a, a bunch of random stuff that Blizzard made. In that collection, he found a disc that said "Gold Master Source Code Starcraft" with the Blizzard logo on it and everything. It says Starcraft is a trademark of Blizzard Entertainment, and basically, you know, dated with the proper dates. Everything looked. You know, legit, but it kind of just looked like a CDR. It just looked like a like a, a fancy, you know, uh, labeled CD, CDR. 
So he goes to find out that it is legit the source code for the original StarCraft. <laughs> and he does... How about kind of hitting a gold mine with <laughs> right. that? Like, how in God's name do you come across this, especially just buying a random lot? So he, at this point, he's on Reddit. He's asking people what he should do, you know, and uh, some people, of course, are being like, release the code online publicly and give us all of that. Uh, other people obviously tell him to return it. At what point... The the at this point the the people at Blizzard have kind of gotten word of something's going on online, and they contact him to pretty much ask him, you know, please give it back. So takes a little bit of time to think about it. gives gives the disc back, sends it back to Blizzard. Blizzard gives him a two hundred fifty dollar credit to the store and a copy of some some of their games. Yep, Overwatch. Yep, and and basically a thank you at that point, right? And and he thinks he's done. He thinks it's it's over with. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, pretty cool, right? Like I did the right thing. I feel good about myself, and I got rewarded. I'd feel good with that. Few days later, he gets a phone call from Blizzard, and Blizzard says, "Hey, do you know what, do you know what BlizzCon is?" He's like, "Well, yeah, I know what BlizzCon is." Um, have you, have you ever been? No, I've never been. I live on the east side of the country. Tickets sell out, and it's just hard for me to get there. Okay, well, we would like you to come to BlizzCon on us, all paid expenses, and come out to drinks. Come out for drinks with us too. So he's <laughs> going to BlizzCon free of charge. At which point, then the door not the door bell rings, and he receives a giant box full of every goddamn licensed piece of Blizzard wow. item that you can imagine. Yeah. Now this is all coming from him. So what happened? So then Blizzard willingly came out to confirm the story that he was showing people like my god look what blizzard did for me guys saying yes we did all of this for him we he did the right thing and we want to make sure that people realize you know we want to make sure that he's rewarded appropriately for what he did so i'm talking like razor overwatch keyboards razor mouses uh, every That's every plushie awesome. known to god from blizzard like it, it was it was it's just tons and tons of stuff so it's just a great story, you know. Here's something that should have never left your building. Someone found it. You were they were willing to be a good person, and then a company, a giant company that didn't have to do anything once they recovered that disc, went out of their way and really just, honestly, made this person a Blizzard fan for the rest of their life. And in November, they're gonna go have an amazing time at BlizzCon. You know, so that's uh, I, I just I love the story. It's super cool. It's great for the use the person that found it. We we did a we did an alpha show last week about toxicity in gaming and just how people are just shitty to each other all the time. And so when we find these stories that are so positive on on multiple levels from the user all the way to the company, it's just it's so refreshing to see. And it just you know kind of it gives me faith gives me faith in our industry. Yeah. So just yeah. hold just hold the door open for people because you never know who that person's gonna be. Yeah. Exactly. Could be Blizzard. Or <laughs> don't drive over their bike and then shoot it. Oh my well, god! Here we go. Too. Do you, see, you hear the negativity you just brought in the show? <sighs> I'm just gonna ignore it. All right, my next news story: Gears of War movie to be written by Avatar Two screenwriter. So, Universal Studios is a founder writer for its upcoming adaptation of Gears of War movie. The Shane Solorino has been tapped to write the Gears of War screenplay. Solorino is credited for writer on four Avatar sequels currently heading into production. Four. Yeah, he's basically well, you said four. Yeah, he's basically written Avatar as far as its entirety. 
Along with, he's also been uh, credited for other things, too. But the Coalition, Rod Ferguson, confirmed last year that Universal Pictures had optioned the rights to make a Gears of War franchise film. Uh, and Planet of the Apes series producer Dylan Clark. Ooh. And he, yep, he's the one that gave the it's update. A good fit. Yeah, good fit. Gave the update uh, last year about the movie. Is on board to produce, and Ted's Scott Stubber via Universal's Bluegrass Film Division. No director has yet been announced for this adaptation. Universal's John Moan and Xbox Mac Skinoff uh, are also overseeing the production. Microsoft Studios has also confirmed Salino's involvement with a spokesperson from the company, saying they are excited to confirm. He's on board for the project. So, this is this is that movie. This is like, this is that movie, that video game movie that I'm actually excited for. We've had Assassin's Creed, which I didn't even bother to see. We've had all the bad Resident Evils. We've had, you know, there hasn't been that adaptation. What about Doom with The Rock? Again, we haven't had that adaptation <laughs> movie that's really just nailed it um you know and and so when i say video games we can we can go and we can say things like wreck it ralph and we can go and say things like what about ratchet and clank did you see that movie? ratchet and clank is it was an okay movie it was that was decent you know but but you know so this is that first movie that i'm actually excited for that i believe with the right people in place you have a franchise that very could make a very very cool movie um but the the last thing I want to say is Slarino is also a writer and producer on Ridley Scott's The Cartel, which begins filming uh, in 2018. And he previously adapted Michael Bay's Armageddon and wrote Oliver Stone's Savages. So he's been around doing some, some pretty big stuff. So you're a big fan of Gears of War. I am. What say you that Michael Bay directs this film? How mad are you? I'm I'm very mad. I'm, you can tell how mad I am because I'm not getting loud. I'm not screaming right now. That that would that would kill me a little bit inside. What about M Night Seminar? Again, what what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Do you see me shitting on all your dreams? <laughs> what if Team Solo made it all fucking crash in the plane? They couldn't play MSI. How would you feel? Shitty. Yeah, that's right. Whoa, not whoa, good. Whoa, whoa. We're Cable, talking about what if fucking player unknown battleground just disappeared off Steam. How would you feel? Shitty. Back the fuck up. First of all, Michael Bay, if you're listening, don't you t- go anywhere near the Gears of War movie. What if Ashton Kutcher directs? You're all you're all pieces of shit. I hate you all. He's a visionary. I was just talking about, <laughs> you know, the potential of a poor direction choice. You're talking about people dying. Yeah, that's pretty much the same thing. League of Legends players aren't people. Fact. <laughs> <laughs> They're monsters. You're all a bunch of monsters. Whoa. What if Ben Affleck gets the job? I love Ben Affleck. I'd be I'd be indifferent about that. I don't I don't. He's know. an Academy Award winning director. That's fine. So is giant pieces of shit. I don't care if you. <laughs> I don't care what awards you have. Ben I, Affleck is great. No, he's fantastic. What is he proven in in the sci fi realm? Well, you don't have to be proven to be great. My. Well, <laughs> I'm not even sure how to respond. There was to that. a time a young man named Ridley Scott wasn't proven, and he is great now. He was great from the beginning. That's why I said I'd be indifferent because I would give him the opportunity. Yeah, like Michael, you don't Bay. have to be proven to be great. Michael Bay is trash. He's proven to be trash. Yeah, that's why I just said I'd be indifferent. Like, let him try. Don't let him try. But if you wanted me to pick a director, it'd be Neil Bloomkamp. 
That is the correct answer. He would do an awesome job. <laughs> That's who would get Gears of War in a heartbeat. I just got sad thinking about Chappie. I know. I get really emotional about that movie. That movie's movie brutal, really man. Good. It was one of those movies I didn't expect to be as good as it was. Anyways, we're getting off track again. Uh, so there you go. We have a writer for the Gears of War movie. Next story. Overwatch breaks $1 billion in under a year. Billion coins. I need to yeah. just do this for the rest of the show. <laughs> Announced as part of the company's most recent financial results, the figure makes Overwatch Activision Blizzard's eighth billion-dollar franchise. Whoa, wait. Eight? Eight. You told me 28. No, I didn't. You have no proof of that. What are you talking about? Where did you even get that number from, you idiot? The pre-show? Was There's that, no pre-show? pre-show. No. Were we pre-show? Was that pre-show? That was pre-show, but he didn't say 28. Yeah, <laughs> he thank did you. Too say 28, didn't he? No, Cable and I are buds. We're, we're a player unknown buds. You have no idea what you're talking about. Eight. Well, the number eight. <laughs> the big Ocho. Eighth billion dollar franchise sitting alongside the likes of Call of Duty and World of Warcraft. Last month, Overwatch hit 30 million registered users like we've talked about. So, I, I just wanted to bring it up because it's it's a milestone. It's it's amazing. A $1 billion hit in For less, one game. less For than a year. One game. One game. A under a year. Uno is really funny to me is that it's one game with no DLC and all Activision do <laughs> is push DLC true. and pay for it's DLC. True. It's true. That's amazing. Yeah. Plus, I, at least one guy got it free because he returned a source code. Just saying. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you, too. Why are you the worst? <laughs> Ugh. All right. Next story. NBA Playgrounds is about to come out, but it actually was already out for free? That's right. Accidentally released early on the PS4. So... NBA Playgrounds appeared for free on the PlayStation Network store earlier today, but what appeared on the PSN was an accidentally released beta version of the upcoming two-on-two basketball game. In a statement released, Saber Interactive, the developer of the officially licensed and recently announced NBA Playgrounds, confirmed the free version of the game briefly available on the PS4 existed solely for the purposes of testing online play and not fully representative of the final product. So, we're going to be able to get this game for $19.99, and it should be available when you're listening to this. If you're watching the live stream, then it's tomorrow. But if you're listening to this on iTunes, it should be available now. And um, May 9th, $19.99. But some people uh, downloaded this, this weird version that came out for free, but when they started to play it, it was all the local play was all grayed out. You could only play online. And it worked. So like you could go online and actually find other people that also downloaded this. But uh, they've since removed it, and the, the real version will be will be dropping here shortly. But the uh, the reviews out are positive, but they are saying that it's missing some features right out the gate. They didn't really go into detail what, but overall, I know I'm super excited for this. And the other exciting piece that it has been confirmed is that May 9th is the release for all systems, including the Nintendo Switch. And that's where I'm going to be playing this game because, again, I think I'm only really interested in playing this game with in a cooperative like mode. I'm not going to be playing a ton of NBA Playgrounds by myself on the PS4. Taking it to the grounds, just you, <laughs> just Shoot, me shooting, and you out in the courts. My boy, my boy, Allen Iverson's in this game, so you know I'm going to be rocking the, him. The answer, the answer, Cable 2KX Battlegrounds. What? Why? Why, why is it Cable why, 2KX? Why? why is it got to be him? Because he's a baller. 
Why is he a baller? Why would you call him that? Because he plays basketball video games. <laughs> I play one basketball video game. That's more than we play. NBA 2K. Okay, moving on. But that's I don't know why he brought that up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it just seemed a little racist for you to pinhole cable that way. Man, you guys need to back up off this race train. Well, you know, maybe if you just you know calm down a little bit. Just calm can't. down. I can't. Wow, Tess, really? <laughs> All right, so... My my last piece of news comes for us fighting fans. We don't talk a lot about fighting games. We've been we've been called out by some in the Discord and on social media. So here you are. Here's a little tidbit. We're excited for Injustice 2 and we just got notified of our first DLC fighters and they are Starfire, Red Hood, Ooh, and Sub-Zero. <laughs> That's right, my boy Sub-Zero coming to Injustice DLC. Jesse, why are you shaking your head? What do you got against Sub-Zero? The, this is what do you the got against Behan? stretch against Quietly everything end. that is DC. Oh, hey, uh, we're DC and we don't have cool people, so let's let's bring Sub-Zero in. You do realize this is made by NetherRealm, right? Yeah. Okay. Still. You do realize that the last Injustice had Scorpion in it, right? Yeah. Still. It's tradition, man. This you do realize it. just that I have to slightly agree with Gre- Jazzy that... Other than Batman, Mortal Kombat characters are cooler than almost all the DC you characters. You do realize that I bashed the fact that Injustice 1 had Scorpion, but the only reason I'm supporting this is because it's Sub-Zero, and I still think it's dumb. You just, like, just stand by your game and use your characters. You don't need a, you don't need Sub-Zero or Scorpion in it. But I will gladly play Sub-Zero, a, a character that I'm yeah. familiar with in this game. I just know it's going to be a watered-down Scorpio. Or, sorry, uh, a watered-down Sub-Zero. Because that's what Scorp- Scorpion felt like Scorpion Light. Yeah. When you, when you just take his mechanics and drop him into another game. Well, not only that, because DC won't allow mm-hmm. that dark side of Mortal Kombat. So it was the same problem that DC versus Mortal, uh, Mortal Kombat when that game came out. It had the issue. There was no finishing moves. There was no, you know, a lot of, lot of what we know with... Um, you know, with Mortal Kombat was gone. So, but nonetheless, if you played the first Injustice, then you're going to be excited for the continuation of the story. This was one of those fighting games at the story mode. I was all in. I was trying to, I wanted to finish it. I was playing chapters where I was playing as like Flash, a character that I don't normally even enjoy playing as, but I was like, screw it. Let's get through this. I want to know what the story is going to be. And this is the continuation. This is the next chapter. So, um, yeah, it's pretty exciting. You get these DLC um, characters. They'll be included in the $80 Injustice Digital, Digital Deluxe Edition and also include a premier skin and exclusive gear shader. But also the Injustice 2 Ultimate Edition, which will be $100, will feature a total of nine DLC characters as well as three premier skins and two exclusive gear shaders. So a lot of in-game content that you're getting with these more expensive versions of the game. So... But yeah, so I thought that was interesting. Some some more characters, including Red Hood. Red Hood is a character I enjoy, and it is that uh, newer, newer style Red Hood. So um, I'd be interested in in playing as him too. And if you're a, fire, a fan of Teen Titans, and Starfire is is another option for you. So that's the news. That's what I got. Um, if you want to read anything more about any of the topics that we talked about, just head on over to Motor City Gaming on Facebook, and you'll be able to find all these articles and more every week on our page. But, Gee golly. 
Hey, whoa, whoa, saying peachy keen and uh, you, you're getting in on stealing my stuff again. My bad. I forgive you because we're friends. My bad. Jazzy, why don't you just uh, take your actual segment and read some emails? Okay. The FBI has just sent a letter to Game informing them that they have discovered new emails. Downloading GameZilla emails from info at MotorCityGaming.com. Okay, Jassy Fiddle, your GameZilla mailbox is up to date. Shout out Dwight Kirkpatrick, who says, Hey guys, currently looking to upgrade my television. Not big on specs. I usually stick to a specific name brand, Philips. Besides the big 4K written on the side of the box, which specs should I look for if I want to maximize my gaming experience? What do folks mean when they say HDR 4K? Please help me out there. Also, my question to you guys, what kind of televisions do the Motor City Gaming Crew run with? Sent from the British iPhone. Wait, I gotta ask a question, Dwight. It's a brutish. A brutish. The brutish iPhone. If you stick with Philips, is the last TV you bought like a 27-inch tube TV? <laughs> like, what's going on, man? Philips? Yeah, um... All right, so... I used to have a Philips. Don't don't. I used to have a Philips, much. too, but it was like 2002. That's what so I'm saying. I, um... First of all, 4K, you know, your current resolution, it's... Yes, they're nice TVs. HDR, high dynamic range. Make... The big thing I'll tell you... Let's go talk to Button Masher, BMC. Don't talk to him. Would you kindly BMC, Big Daddy BMC, whatever you want to call him. Go talk to him. He will, uh, he'll make you not want to buy a TV by the time he's done. But realistically, you want to look for a TV that actually has true HDR. Okay, you're going to see a lot of TVs that use the word HDR, but when you actually go research it, you find out it doesn't support HDR. It mimics HDR. It basically takes the image and alters it with in-TV processors to try to, like, create fake HDR. So find a 4K TV that has true HDR, and if you're going to put something like a Scorpio or a PS4 Pro attached to that, you will truly see a difference. You will truly see something that makes it makes a, a nice difference. Your Philips CDI will play great on it. Fact. Probably not. But um, so those are the big things that you want to pay attention to. You know, brand-wise... Uh, what we what we rock here, Motor City Gaming, it kind it changes <laughs> by every person, bit pretty largely. So, uh, I pers- I currently right now run uh, Sony is my main my main 4K HDR TV for all of my PS4 Pro and and Scorpio if I pick one up. But uh, my we have a Samsung for my wife, and then the living room is a 4K Vizio because I don't play a lot on it. I just wanted a big TV for the living room, and it does what I need it to do. But it's not the greatest TV. So, um, but the Sony I'm really really happy with, and the Samsungs are are very impressive as well. What about uh, you, Deadite? I have a five year old LCD, uh, no LED. 46-inch Toshiba I bought from Costco. Um, uh, at the time, I was a poor person due to my career field. So, uh, honestly, buying a $500 TV was actually balling out for me. Uh, and that's what it was at the time. I, I can't honestly go ahead and recommend this TV if, you know, like, uh, just a... It was sort of a mid-range Toshiba at the time. Um, 
I don't think I could personally recommend it. I'm having some backlighting issues with it just after having it for five years, and it's nothing stellar. The pictures, the picture's fine enough, you know. My PS4 looks good on it, uh, but it hasn't held up great now that I'm already having backlighting issues, and it's really nothing special. But if you're on a budget, it's not a bad TV. So my 46 inch Toshiba. Jazzy. Like Grim, I have the uh, 4K Vizio in the living room to watch all of my television on. And then as far as my gaming television, I have a 49-inch HDR 4K LG with the LG subwoofer and soundbar. So I'm going that LG life. Yep. And then uh, cable. I still have a Vizio 4K TV that I really don't use because I game on monitors and watch TV on my monitors, which is an Asus 27-inch ultra-wide screen. I think sexy. Just saying. Yeah, it's nice. Um, and then BMC, of course, is listening to the show, so he is going to give you some uh, some feedback. He said, research the crap out of it. Best 4K HR price effective from last year is the Samsung KS8000. 55-inch is down to around $800 now. Uh, the KS8000 series is also what gangster-ass Rick, ghetto-ass Rick, bitch-ass Rick, inkster-ass Rick. Rick-ass Rick. Not Five Mile Rick. That's actually his name. But anyways, he has two of those mounted side-by-side in his game room, and uh, they're gorgeous. So, yeah, that the KS8000 series is really good. Uh, I think I run the 850 series on the Sony side. Uh, which I really enjoy, and yeah, uh, those those are what the MCG crew runs. So there you go. So there you got it. I also have an old hand-me-down 50-inch DLP in my game room. I have two 36-inch <laughs> Sony uh, Vegas or Vegas or whatever tube TVs down here that we use for retro gaming. That's that's the hotness. Heavy things, for no freaking reason TVs. Yeah. Those things are hundreds of pounds, but they're beautiful for retro games. All right, thanks for the question, Dwight. Next question comes from BMC himself, and he says, Phil from Xbox, yada, yada, yada. Xbox makes multiplayer games, yada, yada, yada. What what is your guys' take, BMC? I have no idea what he was trying to say here, but he says you do, so why don't you tell me? Yeah, so since you decided to just half-ass your job, I will will take care of our our fan, our patron. Yeah, take care of him. I'll take care of him, okay? Jazzy doesn't understand that Phil decided to come out, and he's been doing such a good job recently, but decided to come out and say, well, you see, we don't think that story-driven RPGs are really... uh, We think they're going away. We don't think they're popular. They're not a big deal. No one cares about them. Well, Phil, I don't know what fucking rock you live under, but I'm pretty sure Breath of the Wild's going to win Game of the Year. I'm pretty sure Horizon Zero Dawn's going to be up for Game of the Year. I'm pretty sure Persona 5 is dominating. Even the mess that is Mass Effect 5 sold well. What world are you living in that you don't think story-driven single-player games are important? Ooh, I know what world he lives in. Let's hear it. The Xbox world where they don't have story-driven epic games. Yeah, I think they do. It's called... Quantum Break. Fail. Fail horribly. <laughs> it's called ReCore. They got Madden. No, no. no. That's not exclusive. <laughs> but they still got it. <laughs> they have Gears of War, which is a huge... I mean, yes, it has multiplayer to it, but it's a huge story. They have Halo. They had a story kind of-ish. 
Yeah, I get it, Phil. You can't come up with a game that's good, that's a story-driven, so you're just going to deflect and tell people that it's not important and that people don't want it. Well played, Phil. Stories are stupid. You're right. <laughs> yeah. No one wants Your it. Your best game is Ori and the Blind Forest, a digital download game that was all because of the story. Sunset Overdrive. Story. Rome. Sto- Rise of Rise of. Don't talk Rome. about Rise of Rome. Story. <laughs> Have you ever played that game? I played a little of it. And it was, I'm it was surprised not how much you hate on it. Sto- but bit- still, story-based. Yeah. You know, like, I, Fable. Story. like Fable's dead. They just talked about it. We just covered it last week. You can't can't just play your one little card, trick card that you have. Fable's dead. Metroid's you, dead. Why, you don't want to know why it's Jaws dead? Jaws Unleashed is dead. Fight Jaws Unleashed. Whoa. We had a talk earlier today. Jaws Unleashed is not dead. It's alive and well in a new form. <laughs> It is. It does look really Fact. cool. What's the name of that game? Depth? Depth, Depth yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, I made a mistake guys, of showing you. As soon as you guys are done playing your PUBG trash, we're going to be in the deep sea, brawling with sharks, becoming sharks, eating each other in depth. It's a game that's like three or four years old. <laughs> It'll work on my computer. It's amazing. He got he got more excited than I expected. I I, uh, I could feel just my scales tingling as I watched this. Yeah, I, I thought he'd like it, and then I showed it to him, and he just he just kind of got quiet, and then like creepy, and then like giddy, and it was just it was yeah it was a it was a moment. We had a moment. I changed my pants. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, he started breathing really hard. He ran out of pants. He doesn't have any pants on right now. That's the good thing about us having like a news desk here. Yep, exactly. Have so, you heard the game called Subnautica? Nah. It's the exact same thing as Jaws. Not Jaws. You don't play a shark, but you play a scuba diver underwater, and you have, like, sharks and other bunch of things attacking But I like being the shark. Yeah. This game you can kill humans. What's that League of Legends character that throws a big fish on the ground? Fizz? Yeah, I think Ethan might like Fizz. Yeah, except Ethan will never play League. I won't ever let him. Think of how bad of a person I am, and think of how much worse I would be if I played League. Yeah, if you listen to the Alpha so show about about toxicity in gaming, <laughs> he he would be the example. Right. Yeah. All right. Thanks for the question, BMC. Our next question is from Testonomics, and he says, "Cable, this one's for you." Oh man. <laughs> Why does Cable not understand how squad-based games work, like Pug P- Pug BG? Consistently abandoning teammates to die, not getting in the car, not appreciating my cover fire. What jaded him at a young age that he has a hard time being part of a team? I am not jaded. <sighs> I can answer this one for Cable. We don't even need to let him answer it. It's simple. When he was naked, running around with little pencils in his hands as as Cable Wolverine. That's right. Listen to it. <laughs> listen to the X Men music. I'm done. Wolverine, Wolverine is not a team player. He's a solo act. He's that guy that doesn't like to take orders. He's the guy that doesn't listen. He steals your woman, and he's just—he's just—he's just cable. He fits fits perfectly. He runs people over with cars. He says, "Hey man, I got your back," but then I die just so he can take Jean Grey, and then you know he doesn't even get Jean Grey. <laughs> he tries. <laughs> I can't help it that she dies too or turns into the phoenix. Not my problem, but all I'm saying is you are a solo just destruction zone. And when you try to put smash that into a four-player team, it just turns into a three-player team with this crazy dude on the side killing everybody. And sometimes, okay. sometimes 
We just get some just crossfire slash lies and car murders. I'm about to say, like, out of how many games have we played so far, you can only put on maybe one hand how many incidents were mine. Oh, my God. Really, we're going to do this? Car. My back. Grenade. How many times has Cable died where he was like, oh, my God, they're shooting. And I look, and he's 14 miles away. Hold on. Here it goes. I'm going to my third hand because every time he's like, he like freaks out, right? When someone starts shooting, he's like, he gets, he gets loud. He's like, he's like, oh my God, there's shots fired everywhere. And I look up and he's in another city. He's like, I'm like, Cable, we're not by you. You didn't tell us that you even were leaving. And now there's no way I can even support you. I can just blind shoot some bullets. Don't talk to each other when we start moving. We just start moving in a direction. I want to know one question. We taught him how to turn his trackpad off his laptop, and he still desk pops. I think he just does it on purpose. No, I do. Shoot he likes. Mind. He likes to like fuck with our minds. It's a mind game. Here's what it is. Honestly, we gave him. <laughs> he was using a six dollar mouse where you have to take a chisel and actually hit it with a hammer to make the button click. <laughs> and then we moved, we gave him a death adder where it's like a feather. A feather will make it click. So yeah, he accidentally like now the trackpad's off, but now he accidentally clicks the button too soon. I've actually done that, like knowing like okay, I know my old mouse because I use the same mouse at work because it just looks cool, and I'm used to pressing the, the click a little bit harder. I will say this. The one thing that, that kind of gets me where I'm like, oh, man, I feel bad for Cable is he'll be like that last one alive, and then you'll see the guy, and he'll be like, Cable, he's there. He's right there. And you'll, like, point him out, and then he turns, and he sees the guy, and then he, like, hits the scroll wheel and changes his weapon. <laughs> I did that one time. Oh, I felt so bad for you. You had that guy. I had that guy dead to rights, and I hit the scroll wheel and burnt out my damn pan. All right. Thanks for the question, Test. Uh, well, hold on, Test. The real answer is that Cable's not a teammate. I am. He's a solo rider, man. We'll see this Wednesday. I'm going to let <laughs> them Wednesday. take charge. I'm not going to do anything. I stay you back. That's try- not being a team. Not taking charge does not make you a team player. I will. Makes you a freeloader. I will follow <laughs> orders. <laughs> I guess I'll be freeloader, but I will follow no, orders. No, contribute, Gail. Contribute and don't go rogue. <coughs> I won't go rogue. That's all we need. I'm not even involved in this game. I don't know why I'm getting upset. I know why. Because our team's being dismantled by one man. You're a cancer, Cable. He's I a- wish I would have convicted you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going in solo queue. Uh, I'm going in <laughs> solo queue. Which I place a top two in. So yeah. Oh, yeah. there you go. Yeah, so there we there go. Is. See? Yep. There you see go. So- I mean? Solo queue cable. New name. Yeah, but you see what I'm saying, though? He goes He goes in, talks about, brags about his number two finish because he's not good enough to be number one, and then... Goes and defends himself, oh, saying that he can't, that they didn't do anything wrong. So he, he he's just there's, there's he's not humble. He's not anything about it. He's just he's I'm the man. I do what I want. I own this game. I told you what this game was. You didn't even play it until I came along. So it's it's Cable's rules. We live by them and we die by them. Cable yeah, humility's overrated. Die by him. <laughs> don't don't let them. Just remember, humility's overrated. Oh, thanks I, for the question. I'm a team test. player. That's not that's not true. I am a team player. At least embrace embrace what you are. He's a team player. He knew that I was being left behind, so he ran me over so he could drag me along the ground in the car. And that way, we were right. together still. He's a team player, and but I love he how knew. You keep forgetting. He walked right into the car. Listen, listen. I did not. He pull, knew. Pull up. Pull up. You, you know what? 
I want you to pull up that stream because as After much as show. as After much as show. you're right about as much as you're right about what happened with Jazzy because they to- they totally trolled your ass. Okay, as much as you're right about that. I walked out into the road because you were all yelling about, oh, my God, we got to go. The blue line's coming. Oh, my God. And I run out there to, to try to cut down the distance thinking that you knew what a brake pedal was <laughs> and that you used your eyes to see that there was a giant thing in the middle of the road that you had to run into. Us- Jazzy, how many times have I ran out to the road and you've stop perfectly so I could jump in the car every time yes. also in my defense this is literally that was literally like my fifth time using a keyboard mouse to play video games see that's more of an excuse than you telling me I ran it towards you and asked you to you fucking did, kill right? me you could have just simply said I fucked up my bad and I'd be like alright cool I fucked up because I didn't know the keyboard. There you go. You that's for a, I forgive you for that one. But having my back, that's bullshit, Cable. I was looking you didn't have my back. Listen. You did not have my back. Listen. I died thinking you had my back. I am going to do something. I avenged you. Completely crazy, and I'm going to go full tilt right now. And I'm going to defend Cable. He is a team player because he clearly realized <sighs> that the best way for us to win as a team was for her, for you to die, him to take your shit so that he could have the better shit so he could try to win. I'm aware of that. That was the first thought I had because I thought he had my back, so I thought for sure it was his bullet that was in the back of my head. Anyways, sec- follow-up question because Tess just chimed in and we let the Discord influence the show. Now that I have a Windows computer again, I think I want to get back into some classic real-time strategy. My one and only love, Command & Conquer, Red Alert 2. Who Yuri's is this? Revenge. Who is saying this? I stopped paying attention. Testonomics. Test! My dude! You're talking about one of the greatest games ever made in the history of computers. All right, so Command & Conquer, it's Red Alert It's right there 2, with Roller Coaster Tycoon. Yuri's Revenge. I can buy everything from Command & Conquer 1 through Command & Conquer 4 with all expansions for $20. 20 bucks. Have you guys played and enjoyed any of these titles? Is it worth it? So first off, Command & Conquer Red Alert 2 is the pinnacle of the series, in my opinion, which is the correct thought process ever. Command & Conquer 3 was fun. I think some of the changes that they made, some of the balance changes, it doesn't feel quite as good to me as Command & Conquer uh, 2. If you want to, uh, Red Alert 2, if you want to go throwback, like the tri- Tiberian Sun, the original like Command & Conquer line, fun games. Um... I never played Generals, but I heard Generals was actually pretty good. Did you play I played, Generals? No, I played 2 and 3. That, yeah. that was primarily where my, my Command Conquer play was. And then I was, you know, I played a lot of StarCraft, StarCraft 2. Yeah. So. I Since buying a PC in January, there's not been a week that's gone by that I've thought the same thing. Like, oh, 20 bucks, and I could flush my life down the toilet playing Red Alert 2 again. Because it's amazing. Yeah, I... um. I mean, for twenty dollars for what you're getting, I mean, why not? You know, being able to being able to get back and and, pl- and have some fun with a game that uh, was something super important to you in the past. Like, if I could if I could somehow fire up SOCOM and actually have an online like SOCOM. yeah, and have an actual online functionality of that game, I'd play SOCOM right now. And it's janky ass like mechanics that it was. Like, I would love to play some SOCOM. Now that you say that, it was a streamer like maybe a week ago. That was streaming SOCOM, and I'm thinking they're using the computer. Like, you know how they did when... Yeah, they built their own, like, private server yeah. or whatever. Yep. Like when Halo, we couldn't do multiplayer in Halo, so people did it through the computer. Yep. Yep, doing their own little their own little stuff. 
Interesting. Yeah, for twenty bucks, I think it's a must. I think uh, with the new the new computer, you, you gotta you gotta get some of those the old school classics back in your life. Jazzy, I'm not mad at Command and Conquer. I love me some Command and Conquer. So if you want to play any Command and Conquer, I'm down to pick that back up. There you go. What else we got? Thanks, test. No problemo, testo. Next question is from Xander. In honor of Baby Groot stealing all of our hearts, who is the best baby in video games? I know who the most annoying is, is Mario. Yeah, Baby Mario sucks. <laughs> hmm, best baby in video games? Probably Isaac. It's a good answer. It's <laughs> a good answer. Isaac. Hmm, I'm trying to think. Rebirth of Isaac. I'm trying to After think. Afterbirth of Isaac. Who would be my favorite baby? Hmm. Do I have another one? I'm not going to go the simple, like, Mario World ones. <laughs> Why dick, not? I'm going to dick punch you if you say, the baby Metroid from, from Super Metroid or whatever. Oh, I mean, that is a baby. Yeah. I'm going to dick punch you. Can we go babality? <laughs> I already picked Isaac, so I'm good. He'll flip-flop. He'll go back. Any way to shoe, shoehorn your game in there. <laughs> I don't need to. I got... Oh! I'm going to shoehorn my game in there. Kitty Kong. <laughs> oh god! I gotta go. Ah, I, I gotta go. That. I gotta go. Baby Luigi, man. Baby Luigi's my dude. I love baby Luigi. <laughs> I like Luigi, hate baby. you. I hate you so much. Cable, save this question. I have no idea. I can't think of another baby. I was thinking babality, but that was about it. Good answer. I can't think of any other babies in what gaming. Other babies are in games. Man, now they're cool as Baby Groot. Let's be real. I mean, yeah, Baby Groot's legit. I, I don't have anything. I, I went with Isaac. That was that was the first thing that popped in my mind, just because it's kind of dark, but also he's cool. I feel baby. like Super Meat Boy is a baby. Why? He has a girlfriend. Yeah, that's kind of fucked up. Uh, you you have girlfriends in like kindergarten, right? <laughs> Well, I wasn't a I wasn't a player like you. Okay, I got a, I got a girlfriend when I was twenty seven. All right. <laughs> did the Muppet Babies have a game? Oh, they probably did. They probably Tiny do. Tunes. I was thinking Tiny Tunes. Oh, what's the? But they weren't babies. Tiny Tunes. They weren't babies. Yeah, they're babies. Talk about Huey, you Dewey, and Louie. About the um. Could, could, yeah, could we call Count Webigale from Ducktales? Tiny Tunes is a hundred percent babies. No, they're not. Yeah. You're not thinking they're of them. at least small children. Yeah, children. Yeah, that's called babies. You're thinking they're... Muppet Babies. No, no I'm he's not. thinking of the new show that come on. No, I'm thinking Tiny Toons. What Tiny, Buster the Tiny Toon Adventures? They're 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 okay. First of all, if we're gonna use babies. if we're using baby if we're using Groot as as the cutest baby from Volume Two, he's also not a baby. Yeah, he's like a sapling. Okay, I'll give you that sapling. That was a good joke, Jazzy. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Not enough to laugh out loud, but it was actually clever. <laughs> That's right. Um, oh, I just thought of another one, but it escaped me. They even wear diapers. No, they don't. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. What about Baby Tom? Tom? What about Taz, Taz? Baby Taz wears diapers. It's That's not the same game. It's not the same show. Baby That's Taz wears diapers. Show. I can't think of what it's called. But that's not this. That's not Tiny Toon. I think you're confused. Whatever. Yeah, Fine. Baby Taz with diapers. Uh, how about shout out to Bonk? Bonk. That, that was the that was the caveman I was trying to think of. I whatever. almost bought a copy of Bonk. Bonk yeah, day. Bonk is a good one. Uh, uh, was, did Rugrats ever have a game? Yeah, I think. Yeah, Tommy. Oh yeah, Rugrats. There you go. But not Tommy. 
Tommy is the cool one. No, it's yeah. always it's Phil and Lil for. Whoa, for it's life. all about Chucky. Yeah, Chucky's a man. Chucky's the man. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Chucky is the man. Because I'm the adult version of Chucky Finster, <laughs> according to DPK. Thanks for the uh, question there, Mr. Xander. It's Next called qu- Baby Looney Tunes. Whatever. Baby yeah, Looney it's Tunes. It's the same. I, oh, yeah? Well, Invalid says the only babies on Tiny Tunes is the duck that flushes stuff down the crapper. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> and the duck. That was a good... Water yeah. go down the hole. Water, Water go, go down the hole. Go down the <laughs> <laughs> that guy was sweet. Our next question comes from Sci-Fi AJ. And he says, where am I pre-ordering Injustice 2 from, and which one of you wants my Flash hat? Flash is just not my dude. I do not want your Flash hat, because Flash is not my dude either. So Flash, thank you for Flash, the offer. Flash, get the hell out of here. Yeah. Also, well, I will, offer, uh, I'll just buy the game when it comes out. I'm not going to pre-order it. And uh, GameStop cannot tempt me into pre-ordering their bullshit with a fucking jersey. And then they're going to be like, oh, well, we're only getting 15, so make sure you're here early and, and get your pre-order. No, I don't want my jersey that's made out of fucking paper, first of all. It's going to be the cheapest-ass fucking shirt you've ever owned. And <laughs> we all know this. It's going to disintegrate in the rain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're going to wear it once, and then your sweat's going to melt it off. So, like, I don't know. I, I'm just going to... If I if I pre-order it anywhere, it'll probably be on Amazon just because it's easy and it'll be at my door the day it comes out. You're getting a jersey if you pre-order from GameStop? When? Again, a first come, first serve, and now we're being told there's only like 10 or 15 of them per store. Man. Wow. Yeah. Haters going Don't hate. get excited, Chris. It's not It's not. Oh, I don't want think. it. I just thought that's pretty cool, but I know the jersey's going to be cheap. Thanks for the questions, Sci-Fi. Yeah, thanks. Um, I'm excited to play the game, though, and I'm excited to uh, play with Sci-Fi, because I know he's yeah. I'm super down to pumped. play. He was I'm super not... bummed when we went to PAX East and they weren't there. I was a huge fan of, like, the Flash television show, and then it got, like, super confusing with, like, all these ultimate dimensions and flashpoints and all this stuff, and then I just got lost, and now I'm like, yeah, Flash, you just, you're not my dude either. I'm not feeling you anymore. You're, you don't have any dudes. You don't have any... It's all about yeah. that Superman, bro. Oh, my God. Just go on. We're superheroes. Next question. EA Spuds. Hey, GameZilla dudes. Hey. Uh, do you remember the commercial for Dead Space 2? where it was about multiple gamers' moms playing and reacting to the horror sci-fi game. I don't know what EA was thinking at the time, but I think it worked as a marketing strategy, strangely enough. If MCG were to make a commercial in the same fashion, what game, without using a horror game, would you have the moms play, and what will be the selling point? For example, Dead Space 2's your mom hates this slogan. Shout out to everybody's mom in the community. Happy pre-Mother's Day from secretly a mama's boy, EA Spuds. Yeah, I'm a mama's boy too. So. Same here. All of us, that's why we're like this. Yeah, yeah that's why we're... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why we play video games and we're, we're not pulled on our heartstrings. All right, uh, anybody want to go first for this one? What game would it be and what would, this, what would be the uh, the marketing behind it? Man, my mom is like a saint, and she's also a nurse, and she also loves to play Dr. Mario, so mine has to be Dr. Mario. What's the slogan? The slogan, I would have to try to make it cool, like she took the red pill or something like that, to make it like Matrixy. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to hear your mom, about your mom taking anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's why yeah, I put that I'm, spin I'm, on I'm it. When you said slogan. I'd have to make it sound cool, I didn't think what that came after that was cool. <laughs> 
So well, try you don't again. know what you're talking about. You need to market it again and be like. All right, let me think about my marketing while somebody else goes. I would actually thought you probably put Surgeon Simulator for your mom. I thought that would be even cooler. Surgeon Simulator? Yeah, you actually have to cut open people and take stuff out. Yeah, yeah I mean, I could. But she likes Dr. Mario. So I feel like Dr. Mario would be her jam. Yeah. I'm thinking of my slogan, so go. I'm waiting for, for Deadite here. I would, um, I'm going to start off with saying what my slogan would be and then pitching what what game it would be. Okay. Uh, it's The slogan is, these are the kids your mom doesn't want you to play with. And oh, the game, God. the game in the footage is just your mom being called a retard and told to kill herself while playing League of Legends. Wow. <laughs> wow. And you say I'm bad. No, that was pretty bad. You are bad. You are you are terrible. I am terrible. But, but that was that was pretty bad. Just that was that was downright uh disrespectful. I think you need to listen to the, <laughs> <laughs> I think you need to listen to the Alpha show. <laughs> no, that's because that's what she would get. And then it just shows you it's cool to hang out with the bad kids. I mean, are we supposed to go bad, or is it supposed to just? Be I good? have no idea, but that was bad. That well, was yeah. that mine's was is worse because oh, it was so oh, bad. How was yours bad? worse? Wait, how was yours worse, and how was mine bad? Uh, uh, let's one, hear, let's is, hear cables. One is Call of Duty is the game. Okay. Two, every five seconds, everyone's saying the N word. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So then, what's your slogan? N words, the game. That's what it's <laughs> words the game. Wow. That's all you're going to hear when you play Call of Duty. All right, well. On the 360, sorry. I Make recently have been introduced to a very special game thanks to a fan, and that is uh, Shenren Kagura uh, 2 Deep Crimson Double D Edition. Okay, this is for the 3DS, and it's basically an anime-style like smasher where... As you hit these chicks, all their clothes fall off, and you are all double D-sized breasted uh, ninjas with crazy boob physics. Wow. Yeah, and um, so the big thing here, though, is that you can pick your character, and then you can put them in very interesting poses. You know, um, some you might find in certain books. Section. By books, do you mean <laughs> magazines? Yes, books. And ones that come in the... Picture books. Bunnies on them? Yeah, picture books. And anyways, um, you can then like change their expression. So this is right up. Uh, Deadites, um, you can make them cry while they're in a very uh, interesting pose. Why is that on my alley? Because you like crying women. It makes you uh, turned on. Please don't bring my personal life into this show. I just did. <laughs> He likes crying women. <laughs> this makes oh, this makes me sound. You have to know the context. No, there's no context. There's no context. There's no this context. This doesn't go well with your grape story. <laughs> no, yeah. my yeah. wife gets treated like a princess. Uh-huh. I don't want anyone listening. That's to not show what I hear. Otherwise. That is not what I hear. That is absolutely what he hears. <laughs> Anyways, this game is uh, ridiculous. Uh, rated mature, partial nudity, just insane. Like bouncing boobies clothes falling off and of course my mom would want to play this and the slogan would simply be you know if she can do it so can you (laughs) (laughs) yours was way worse than mine you shouldn't want your mom to I don't know man all I'm saying is I'm here something happened here's a game that's explaining it to me in a cartoon form she's going to promote it and if she can do it so can you 
Man, I feel like I need to go darker. Like, it's <laughs> Dr. Mario's type of game, but it's like Dr. Mario Dark, and instead of, like, killing viruses, like, you're swallowing the pills, and then the slogan's gonna be, popping pills, because it's Monday. Why was that? How is that darker? Where did that It's darker go? than my Dr. Mario thing. You went no, all about League of Legends. Knowing you and, and your leaky ass, it should have been suppository pills, and it should have been something about sticking them up your ass, because... I don't know. I, I can't finish. This. I haven't leaked in minutes. <laughs> Anyways, Thanks, Happy Mother's buds. Day! Happy that Mother's was Day! Such a great question, and we just ruined it. Yeah, hopefully. it really it was an okay question at best. Okay, well, I feel like you might like this next question. If you want a real answer, it's wee bowling because my mom loved wee bowling, and it'd basically be like you know, we, we bowling. We bowling, yeah. It'd, it'd be we cow, cow racing because my mom fell out of a chair literally laughing about playing the cow racing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you want a real one. See how, say see have how, a cow with yeah. your mom. See how lame that was? You got to you gotta go over yeah, the ridiculous you, side. You have to say something hateful, otherwise it yeah, doesn't otherwise, go anywhere. Yeah, toxicity yeah. in gaming, man. I mean, yeah, come on. I'm trying to bring the subject to light. You do a whole podcast about it. I did more for it in five seconds of saying something hurtful than you did an entire podcast. You didn't even me. listen to the episode because <laughs> no, you're I didn't, an I didn't listen. <laughs> Mine would actually still be Dr. Mario. And then like, the catchphrase would be, don't give me that space junk, because my mom and uncle decided that when you – match multiples and you send the little pieces of pills to the other side, they call it space junk. Okay. If I had to switch it to a lighter one, it would be uh, Mario Kart. And it would just be a picture of someone holding you back as you turn, because that's what my mom used to do every time she did a turn when we was growing <laughs> up as kids. Nice. So it would be Mario Kart. Alright. Nice. Thanks, EA Spuds. We, we tried to save it. Our last question comes from Braden. Ever since Tomb Raider, I've developed what some may call a small problem with boobies in video games. Nice. <laughs> with Laura Croft's pixelated triangle traffic stoppers bouncing all over the screen from my PS1, it created a disturbance in my brain that I cannot explain. Countless video game, <laughs> countless video games glorify the double D WMDs to epic proportions. Some games keep it classy, but others like to take these sweater stretchers to the extreme, leaving prepubescent boys and seasoned men scratching their heads, wondering why didn't I buy this game sooner? My question this week: Name one video game that took you by surprise. By taking the Siamese twins to the next level. Double double whoppers, crazy Uncle Braden. I guess you probably know where I found out about this game now. <laughs> <laughs> Not to incriminate anyone. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, my answer would be a little game called Senren Kogura 2. <laughs> um, yeah, that game, uh, Deep Crimson Double D Edition on the Nintendo 3DS. That was pretty impressive. I just re witnessed it about a week ago. Um, but if I thought back to a game where I was like, I mean, Tomb Raider was always something that stuck out to you. You were just like, oh, wow, like triangle boobs for real. But, I mean, the first game that I really remember being like dirty and just completely based off of just a sexualized game and they just threw volleyball in there just for the heck of it was Dead or was Alive, Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball on the, original, totally <laughs> on the original Xbox 
when I worked as like a part timer at GameStop in in the mall and had grown men like it was it, it was my first time where I felt cr- like it felt creepy. It just felt like these people buying this game. I was kind of like. And they're talking about the outfits they're going to put on these girls and things like that. And I'm just kind of like, yeah, this is this is bad. This is this is not right. I'm just going to go play Dead or Alive, and you can go play volleyball, a.k.a. just stare at the girls by the pool and not actually play the game. Yeah. that I, I have two. Dead or Alive, Beach Volleyball, definitely one of them on the Xbox. Um, my second one would probably have to be, and I got scolded last time I brought this up, but I'm going to bring it up again, for the PlayStation 2, Playboy's The Mansion. Oh, my God. <laughs> Where you I get own to it be now. Hugh I Hefner. own it now. Yeah, you can see, you got to play it. You get to be Hugh Hefner, and you get to take topless pictures of chicks and run run a, a magazine. How about the guy game or whatever it was called? Yeah. That one's another terrible one. And then um, another one that we just recently came across, and I had heard about it, but I'd never seen it until we had... Uh... <laughs> Man, I like throwing him under the bus, but it was Brayden again, <laughs> hacking his NES Mini, and he ended up with um, Bubble Bath Puzzle Time, or whatever the fuck it was called. And it's an NES game that the better you do at the puzzling, the puzzles, the more naked the 8-bit characters get. Sci-Fi AJ and I were going through my Raspberry Pi full of Super Nintendo ROMs, and we found one called uh, we found a couple of them called Adult Manga, and you can pull it up. And it's just <laughs> one like crudely drawn image of a naked woman, <laughs> and we're like, "Yeah, man, what about that kid that stumbles upon his dad's copy of Adult Manga for the Super Super Famicom?" <laughs> See, oh my god! Would have to be Orchid. Orchid from Killer Instincts. When she used to turn, oh, her yeah. fatality was to flashy girl her boobs. Oh yeah! And then I, I don't know if y'all remember this, but um, Chun Li tops when she got badly damaged towards the end. Yeah, her top would get damaged, and you can see her. Well, you thought you can see her boobs. Right, right. Yep, I do remember that too. Yeah. Uh, sticking in the vein of fighting games, because apparently there's a theme here. I remember thinking while well, playing Soul Calibur 2 that Ivy's boobs were real Ivy, out of bounds. I was Ivy. like, whoa, Ivy, oh, how yeah. you doing? King of Fighters, the chick, I can't think of her names, but every time she used to hang down, her boobs swing side to side. <laughs> I can't think of her name, but her boobs was just all over the place. Let's just put it this way. 90s fighting games yeah. were just covered in boobs. You know, not even '90s. I was playing the the 2000 was it 2009 Mortal Kombat or 2011 Mortal oh, Kombat? Oh yeah, big boobs. And my my wife's like, "What are you playing? You can't play this anymore." I go, "It's Mortal Kombat. You can't tell me I can't play it." <laughs> but like, a, a Melina just comes out like just covered in like a couple pieces of cloth, and she goes, "Why are you playing this?" I go, "Cause it's Mortal Kombat." She goes, "I don't like it at all." <laughs> oh man. I got an anime for Braden to watch too. If he wants to see some <laughs> ridiculous boobies. All right. Well, he's in, he's in the chat right now. Maybe uh, still. Why don't you just? Uh, what is it? What's the, what's the anime? Um, what is this? Uh, High School of the Dead. It's on. Um, <laughs> High School of the Dead. High School of the Dead. It's on Hulu. Barbie Bath Babes. By the. Oh, sorry. Bubble Bath Babes is what the game was called. By the way. Man, I remember back in the day, my dad would bring these floppy disks for a computer and it was called Elf Bowling. You guys ever play this? Yeah! And they'd have like them like they'd get hit in the nuts with the ball and there was like the the little elves with the huge tits that would just like lean up against like the side of the alley. Those are some (laughs) weird (laughs) weird ass games, man. And now we know why Jesse loves Christmas. (laughs) 
I do love Christmas. I just want to say one more thing. Is one scene in there, Brayden? Oh, my God. Oh, God. No, I'm going to cut you right. You can't. You need to sell this on this video game podcast. We're talking about titty anime. This is one scene where she's shooting a 50 cal. It just, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You have to see it. Man. Oh, my goodness. Sasha knows about it, too. Oh, okay. Well, uh, do we have any more emails? No, that was the last email. And even if I did have any, we would just have Cable and Invalid talking about whatever that high school of the dead is. Anime porn. Tentacle porn. Anime porn. Exactly. My goodness. All right. Well, that was uh, was our emails. Remember, you can always send them in to info at (laughs) MotorCityGaming.com. Brayden just says, I'm checking Hulu right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. All right, well, yeah, thanks for the emails. Always remember to send them in every week. But, um, yeah, anything else we wanted to cover before uh, before we wrap things up? No. I want to remind everybody about the new YouTube channel, so head on over to MotorCityGaming on YouTube.com and click that subscribe and notification bell. Helps us out a ton and keeps you up to date on all the new videos coming out, like our highlight videos from this very show, which will be hitting next week. Or, sorry, this week. So, other than that, uh, we want to remind people of our other great shows they can tune into. So, Jazzy, what, uh, where do people go if they want to check out retro shows? Um, they go to the retro gaming podcast called The Legend of Retro. It airs every Thursday in all of the great places that you listen to this show. Yeah, and what was their their last show was Streets of Rage, I think, right? I believe so, yeah. Streets of Rage. No, they did I thought they did like Breath of Fire. Oh, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Their their latest show was Breath of Fire Four. Before that you had Streets of Rage. Then they did a whole show on glitches, uh MC Kids, and then another show based around RPGs. Those were some of the more recent uh, episodes. So, man, MC Kids, they'd be wild. That episode was wild. But yeah, and then of course, if you want to check out the Focus Show, the Gamezilla Alpha Show, where we pick one topic like toxicity in gaming, or Mario Kart Eight, or the Xbox Scorpio, things like that. We pick one item, we talk about about it for an hour, and uh, you can listen to that show every Sunday on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio. Overcast, yeah. all those places. Who knows? We might interview somebody soon, like yeah, and we like Cable uh, about team games. <laughs> You're supposed to find experts, not scrubs. <laughs> yeah, oh. no. I think our next interview that we're going to be setting up is uh, we're working on the creator of Trigger Devils. A lot of people have heard of Trigger Devils, which are the new snap-on um, triggers for Xbox One and PS4 controllers to shorten your trigger pull without having to buy a pro controller. So we want to get them on the show, talk about their product, and talk about entrepreneurship within the gaming industry. So that'll be a, a topic coming up here soon on the GameZilla Alpha. And remember... If you're a patron member, you get early access to Alpha, so you'd be listening to these episodes on Thursday instead of Sunday. So, do it. All right, and tell your friends. <laughs> tell them now. That's a good recommendation. Tell, yeah. your tell, tell your friends. Tell your friends. That's the best thing you can do for Gamezilla. You can become a patron and tell your friends. Yeah. Other than that, uh, I think. You know, we got E3 coming up right around the corner. We'll be get, getting ready for that. And then 
Uh, getting ready for Nerd Barbecue 3.0. Oh shit, it's happening! Our annual, our annual party that we throw here in Michigan. So, uh, Jay-Z's if you've got something in the works, yeah, there's some details for that coming up too soon. So, oh, and we'll see everybody at uh, Motor City Comic Con in a couple weeks. Actually, that's, oh. that's the first day coming up. So, um, if you're going to Motor City Comic Con, you know, let us know in the Discord or in social media, and uh, you know, we'll we'll be wandering around the around the show. We're sure we'll have some of our our swag with us. So if you're looking for some some MCG swag, keep an eye out for us. But yeah, I'm gonna give you the shirt off my back, and then I'll have another shirt underneath that. I, I was gonna say, otherwise they're probably gonna escort you out. <sighs> Jesse, are you doing a cosplay this year? No. Cool. Yeah. Your cosplay was cool last year, though. Yeah, yeah. It's just man, time. It's a lot of work. Time, yeah. yeah, it's a lot of work. I just didn't. It's kind of got past me, you know. All right, well, let's wrap up episode 156 of the Games Little Podcast. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Twitch stream and everybody that's listening to us on the audio side. Please remember, we are the Elite Free DLC, so tell all your friends. But until next time, game, game, game on. on! You're guilty as shit, Cable. I'm not guilty. I hope you're ready to burn. And hell. I'm a team player. I'll see you Wednesday on PUBG. Thank you. I can't wait to.